Now is the chance to use reliable energy to grow your money with the Dominion Energy Reliability Investment. Our new investment product offers competitive returns, no maintenance fees, and flexible online access to your money. Make the reliable investment in reliable energy. The Dominion Energy Reliability Investment. To find out more, go online to reliabilityinvestment.com. That's reliabilityinvestment.com. Check us out on the Facebook page and our Instagram page as well. Uh, if you got any questions or comments about the show, just hit us up through email at barbershopsportstalk1 at gmail.com. 
uh, Maestro was on the Twitter handle at Barbershop S-P-O-R-2. And don't forget, people, we got the Barbershop Sports Talk Podcast WordPress blog site. So just go to WordPress.com, search Barbershop Sports Talk Podcast. You'll see our main page there. And check out all our blog posts. Um, we're going to get some new posts up in just a few days here. So check that out. So Maestro, man, was good. I know uh, since uh, last time we did the actual special Thursday show, it's only been four, four, five days since then. Uh, so what's been happening since then? Hey, man, you know, you already know how I'm going to show up, man. You know, I'm fresh off this victory last night. Pittsburgh got into Washington's shit. You know what I mean? And, you know, I guess, like, like you know, that's that's just another day in office, I guess. But, you know, it's just... We 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 here. It's football season. I ain't open the season with an L. You know what I'm saying? I, I'm good, man. What's good with you? Oh man, I, I'm I'm just so happy that football is back. Uh, no more dog days of the summer. Um, you know, as as much of a diehard baseball fan as I am, it's just tough watching games on television. I didn't even get a chance to go to a game this summer, but I'm glad that football is back. We had some amazing games on Sunday, and uh, actually. Both those games last night were uh, were kind of eh. I mean, Steelers Redskins was it, it was tight until you know the Steelers had their way with them. Um, but that second game, and my wife was asking me, "You're not gonna watch the game?" I said, "I just got a feeling this is." Good. And I'm talking Rams Forty Niners, right? So right. I, I I just had a feeling that that game was just gonna be a dud and. I, I woke up this morning to check the score, and I mean, can you start any worse in in a in a brand new city that you for your first time in twenty something years? I mean, can, it could have been forty two nothing. It, it, yeah, it, it could have been, but I mean, to not put no points up on the board is just it's just ridiculous, man. Uh, Grego was in the chat room. Was what good. up? What up? Yeah, Patriots niggas. Yeah, yeah. You know, I, I, I'm not surprised. I'm I'm not surprised. I mean, the the brilliance of Bill Belichick is just I mean it's just impeccable. Um, no Gronk, no Brady, no Deion Lewis. I mean, it, it, it's it seems like it doesn't matter when any Patriot, any important Patriot is out of the lineup. They just always seem to you know, have that chip on their shoulder when it's time to, you know, get down and play some football, man. Yeah, man, apparently uh, apparently, a few people think we need to make some apologies for some of these picks from last week. And, uh, you know, I ain't making no motherfucking apologies for y'all niggas. Oh, well, uh, didn't Monica? Yeah. Want you ap- she wants you to apologize? Yeah, that's what she would like to happen. But, I mean, y'all played the Browns. I'm sorry, like, yeah. you played the Browns. Like, yeah. okay, I did have the Browns winning, but at the end of the day, you beat the Browns. Right. So it's like, my nigga, like, it's not I'm a, sorry, I'm not about to, look, like, if look, you beat Carson, the Carson Wentz, he, he, he did his thing. Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to take that away from yeah, him. Yeah, definitely. But it's the Cleveland Browns. Yeah, it's the Cleveland Browns. I, I don't know what you what you wanted me to say. Um, You know, RG3 is... <laughs> Out for the foreseeable future. Like, what you want me to say? Like, it's the Cleveland Browns. Yeah. Right? It's, I mean, bad luck follows that franchise everywhere it goes. I mean, no matter what moves they make, they're always going to be at the bottom. I it, mean, 
he's still a nigga that can't slide. <laughs> it's like yeah, uh, that, after that, all of this shit, after was, all of this shit, he's still a nigga that can't slide. Yeah, that that was that was disappointing, man. I, I I thought he'd be able to you know continue to do that, but you know he hurts the shoulder, and I mean they put him on IR with the option to come back mid season. I don't think he's coming back. <laughs> you I, think his career is over? Uh, yeah. Wow. Yeah. I, I think I think it's over. You think it's over as a starting quarterback. Yeah. I think he, I think he could still back up somebody. I think it's the I think I mean, it's the it's the Mark Sanchez syndrome that we talked about a couple weeks ago. It's like he's done as a starter, but somebody could get him to back the team up. So I I, I think that's where we're at with RG three right now. I mean. I mean, I know we've had worse busts, but this 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 just really seems like this is bad, man. And I don't know if it was because the hype in DC, like because I'm in DC, so right, the hype right. of RG three, you know, when he got drafted and his, you know, obviously his rookie well, season, he had a, and, he had a great rookie season. I think he had twenty but touchdowns, but even six interceptions, five interceptions, and even when you, but see now, but see now, even when you look at his his season, his rookie season. Um, all of that great, all of that great he did in that rookie season, it, it's kind of bittersweet because of um, his lack of his his lack of an ability to slide. Yeah, like that's what it comes down. That's to. what it comes down to. Um, they healthy a healthy RG three had a great chance of beating that Seattle team that year. Mm-hmm. In the playoffs. in the playoffs, yep, had a great opportunity, but because you decided. That you, I, I don't know if he decided he decided to you know to dive in and get put himself in a position where Nada could fuck his knee up. Mm-hmm. But I would like to think that had a lot to do with the fact that he couldn't slide. Oh yeah, like definitely. It, I think it had something to do with that. So it's like, yeah. When I reflect on RG three and what he could have been, it all boils down to the fact that he can't slide. Yeah, and 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 it's crazy. I mean, because sliding is to me. It's it's half intangible. It's half skill in a way, and and you wouldn't think that something as simple as just sliding, feet first, head down. I, I just don't think that that would be a signature act that could potentially determine you know what direction your career goes. But as we've seen, you know, for the first four years with the Redskins, it's. He gets hurt the first year, second year, they have a bad season, and then he, you know, he had that one um, twitch of the knee. I think it was his knee when he went out of bounds. Yeah. The one little twitch where he just <laughs> he threw the ball and he just landed so awkwardly. And and then last year, he's practicing playing cornerback. I mean, how do you go from that to – being in practice playing corner yeah man it, it, it's, it's really bad man it, it's really bad and i just um man it's 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 terrible and you know we'll, <laughs> we'll get into more of these games as Obviously. the show goes on but I, I i gotta shout out fan duel for a minute maestro um you know we talked about this last week um you know all season i'm gonna be into fan duel yes sir and uh i just happened to invest ten dollars into a few tournaments um, over the weekend, so you had your one o'clock games, your four o'clock, and then your Sunday, Sunday night into Monday, Monday yeah. and then you got the two Monday nights last night. So, with all that being said, I invested ten dollars and I won a total of forty five dollars. So uh. I got a I got a thirty five dollar profit. Um, actually, in one of my tournaments, I got first place out of a hundred. 
okay. you know, got the top prize, which was $25, and then the other one I came in seventh place. You know, not not bad for, you know, that nigga hold week. five. That nigga hold five, nigga, for some toilet paper. <laughs> or some shrimp. Yeah, nigga, some shrimp and toilet paper. Nigga. Hey, there you go. There you go. So I got to I gotta definitely shout out FanDuel on this. But I also get, um, I want to share this with you too, Maestro. I also get emails from FanDuel every week after the um, after the week's football. Nigga, you always driving, up. nigga. Chief Rocker, what's what good, though? man? I, I, I see you riding high. Stop texting and driving, man. Just go ahead and, and listen. <laughs> <laughs> so, so FanDuel, they send these emails out of the perfect lineup. Like, if you had the best quarterback, the best receivers, yeah. and all that. So... Just to run down a few names. So, Andrew Luck. Obviously. Balled out. Yeah. And then the two running backs, which I had in my lineups, Spencer Ware and D'Angelo Williams. Mm. The, you know, your boy, D. Williams, he Red. showed out. Redskins, Redskins run defense is some garbage, man. I mean, hopefully they can fix that. What's up, Mocha Bella? What's up? Mocha, what's going on? Hey, I got an A. I'll get to that in a second. Yeah, but, I, yeah. But, I'm, um, I was, I'm thinking the same. I know where you at. Yeah, but... um. The wide receivers, Brandon Cooks, ate up the Oakland Raiders secondary. Um, A.J. Green, and I'm going to talk about that, too, because I got to roast the Real Revis on that. And uh, Willie Sneed for the Saints, which okay. I had in my lineup. Yeah. Then the tight end, Jack Doyle with the Colts. Uh, he he kind of had a quiet good day. Cause... Yeah, but he had two touchdowns in the fourth quarter. He so did? I, yeah, oh, okay. two in the fourth okay. quarter. Uh, kicker, Dan Bailey with the Cowboys. And uh, the Vikings defense, which, which you, uh, I know you had them. Yep, yep. Yeah, I know and, you had them. and and in the ESPN uh, fantasy, I had the Vikings in there too. So uh, shout out to Vince because uh, Vince was kind of being a little spoiled little baby <laughs> after I after I whooped up on him in uh, fantasy football over the weekend. Huh. Oh, not Vince Wright, but the homie event. Yeah, our, our homie you, Vince, yeah. not not Vince Wright, yeah, not right. not the governor. No, yeah, all right, all no, right. no, not him. But uh, you saying you could fuck the governor up in fantasy though? I don't know. I don't know. We got to we should have probably did it, extended an invite to some of our uh yeah, folks in the chat about room. That. Yeah, I was thinking about we, that. We probably should have did that. Well, next next year. Maybe we'll do a, a, a league next year. Yeah, yeah, uh, definitely. Yeah. We see definitely we, see if we can get 16. But I only do 16. If you can't rock, rock with a 16 team league, I can't fuck with you. Right. And yeah. you got to change a lineup every week. Don't just set one lineup and don't make no moves the entire season. Makes that. You heard about Ryan Lochte? Uh, yeah, yo, I heard this this morning. So I got to shout out the protesters that disrupted his first dance on Dancing with the Stars last night. Uh, brilliant job by the protesters. And they had a Ryan Lochte t-shirts with the no smoking sign yeah. over the mug and all yeah. that stuff. And man, that was just brilliant. I mean, great idea. Um, can you identify the protesters, like what their nationality was? I, I mean, I not I, that it matters, but no, I'm just... I, no, I can't to answer your question. No, I was, um, I ain't gonna fake, man. I was, I was kind of appalled that the motherfucker made it all the way to the stage. Uh huh. Um, I, I was, that was kind of, I was like, I was more appalled at Dancing with the Stars than I was with the protest. I'm not gonna lie to you. It's like uh-huh. my nigga. Y'all really niggas realize the child on TV? <laughs> right, live. <laughs> a motherfucker got on the stage. Yeah. I mean, I, I get, and I, I guess I get it from their side, too. You don't expect the motherfucker to be like, um, hey, we about to ride on these, you know, we about to ride on this nigga at, at Dancing with the Stars. I get it. Mm-hmm. But 
God, I mean, come on, bro. Y'all, y'all got to be a little better than that. Y'all got to be a little better than that. But Ryan Lochte, my nigga, I'm sorry. Um, I'm not saying that you deserve what happened, even though he he wasn't harmed. I don't think. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't deserve what happened. Uh, but yeah, I agree. Yeah, with you yeah, asked for it. I agree. Yeah, with yeah, you. I agree with you, Mocha. Yeah, yeah it should, it. shouldn't have been cast on the show. Um, you know, obviously after the whole incident in Rio. This guy gets picked up by the show, but you know what's funny? I'm not. I mean, I'm not sure of the sequence of events, mm-hmm. but I feel like they was like, "Yo, you know, the only way you can make this right mm-hmm. is winning Dancing with the Stars." Like they trying to like stage his PR it. team. Like yeah. I feel like his PR team yeah. was like, "Yo, you fucked up in and, Rio, and you know but what? You else? know how you can get at these niggas, right? Win Dancing with the Stars, nigga." And and here's another perspective. When I when I saw them, you know, break up his dance and whatnot, and you know storm the stage i'm i'm thinking to myself could this potentially be like a like a stage show like did did dancing with the stars kind of plan this for this to happen so there's that you know perspective also um if if i had to guess i think dancing with the stars did not expect that coming no i definitely think they didn't they couldn't have saw it coming or you know i'm on my black power shit so this is a great chance to be a conspiracy theorist all that shit was planned. Like, even to the T of a motherfucker running up on the stage, that yep. shit could have very well been planned. Um, Uncle Mike, what's good? You right on time, my nigga. I was saying that same shit. Um, that shit could have been, that shit could have been planned. Like, real live, all the way up until that shit where she was shaking. I mean, the, I, I, I was great calling her a bitch, and I don't know who the dancer is. I was gonna say, is. I don't even know who the dancer is. But, you know what I'm saying? But she could have real live been acting, like, acting shaken up like she real life could have been doing that and just was a good actress yeah you know what i mean yeah. I, I don't put i don't put nothing past these motherfuckers nowadays so i mean but shout out to ryan lochte i know niggas don't want me to say that but i mean i fucks with you i mean i fucks with you on the level that um you know you did some bama shit and everybody in life deserves a second chance so yeah, uh, you know, that's get that fine. shit right man get that shit right that's, man that's fine man when dancing with the stars that's what i need you to do Oh, Cedric, man. what up? I need you to win motherfucking Dancing with the Stars. I need you to do this for the motherfucking culture. Right, right. Win Dancing with the Stars. Who else is on Dancing with the Stars? Do you know? I have I no don't idea. Know. I don't either. I'm not even going to try to guess. Yeah, not. So. But shout out to motherfucking Ryan Lochte, nigga. You got to win, nigga. Shout you got to, to the, win now. Shout out to the protesters, though. Yeah, shout out to them, too. But Ryan they, Lochte, you got to win, nigga. They, they planned it brilliantly, and I, I applaud that, so... Um, hey, um, another thing that happened uh, Sunday, and everybody around the world is aware that uh, Sunday was the 15-year anniversary of the September 11th attacks, and I thought that you and I could kind of go back 15 years and kind of describe or, you know, tell the story. Amber Rose on that joke? On what? On Dancing with the Stars. Really? I might watch for Amber Rose, fat ass. That ass. That's hey, that's good. That's a great that PR ass. move. No. <laughs> that's a that's a great move. And yeah. all eyes, if she's on there, all eyes need to be glued on that to the ass. TV. <laughs> on that ass. <laughs> <laughs> um but uh but yeah, but so um so yeah, just kind of kind of ref- kind of to kind of reflect back 15 years ago. Oh man. And uh 15 years ago. Yeah, yeah, and you know, I let you, I let you kind of, you know, describe where you was at at the time, and you know what was what was going on. Man, um, 
2001 was a an interesting time for me. Um, I was I had just turned 18. Um, I was chilling. I was at I was at the homie Melvin crib. You know what I'm saying? Right. And uh, this is back when. I mean, I woke up, I was, I mean, I went to sleep that night thinking, man, when I wake up, the blueprint is going to be out. <laughs> yes, I, 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 I remember <laughs> The blueprint that. is going to yes. be out. Um, yes, good, yo, good point, my yo, G. Good point, my G. Long white tees, <laughs> Air Force Ones, man, 2001. Um, nah, but real life, um, I was asleep. <laughs> I was asleep, man. Um, <laughs> the nigga was was you know you know chilling at Melvin's at, at the crib, sleeping like a motherfucker. Right, right. And um, nigga, 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 Jay called me. At, called me. Mm-hmm. It was like nine thirty, it's ten o'clock. Cause I guess that's when there's you know when shit was going down. And uh, nigga was like, "Yo, you know, call me on my Nokia fifty one sixty five. Right. <laughs> Nigga was like, yo, uh, motherfucking plane just ran into the Pentagon. I'm, I'm like, nigga. And you, had, and you didn't even know about the towers I, at that point. I'm like, nigga, get the fuck off my phone with that bullshit. <laughs> and hung up on the nigga and went back to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that, that's what happened. I was like, yo, get the fuck off my phone with that bullshit. Hung up on the nigga. And went to sleep. Right. Now I realized the error of my ways because he was concerned, and you know, I, I know y'all got folk over there. You right, know, y'all had folk over there at the time. And, right, right. But nigga, it was nine thirty in the morning. Um, I'm an eighteen year old that didn't have to go to work on a Monday mm-hmm. or Tuesday rather, and um, no direction, no you know, uh, misguided. You know what I'm saying? Young, young buck. Nigga didn't even listen to the roots yet. Fresh you out, know of, fresh saying? out of high school. Hey don't, man, don't know what to do. Don't know what direction to go. Look, and like, hey, I'm out here. Son. I don't like. I, I was like, yo, I don't give a fuck. Like, get the fuck off my phone with that shit. So, um, when I woke up again at twelve thirty in the afternoon, um, I'm like, oh shit, this shit is real. <laughs> 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 you know what I'm saying? This shit is real. Um, I remember, um, I you know, because you know, a lot of our homies was still in school. You know. Finishing up high right, school right, right. around that time. Yeah, I remember the homie Sharif was 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 going through some shit because motherfuckers, you know, kids ain't no shit. They was confused. Anybody that looked like they could have been a terrorist or anything, they they was yeah, you know, talking to the yeah. nigga the wrong way. And he was, you know, he yeah. was a little distraught about motherfuckers talking to him the wrong way. And I was like, nigga, you know, it's nothing. We can go up there right now and fuck everybody up. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right, was, right. You know, you know the shit I was on back in the day, and um. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, I mean, you know, I, I remember we had Bible study that same night, that night, and um, you know, f- you know, folks were shaking up about it. You know, yep, Bible. Yep. You know what I'm saying? We, it was a racket. It was just a lot of. I mean, for me, I mean, at the end of the day, for me, um, I'm one of those. You know, yeah. I mean, you know me. I'm one of those loaded ground niggas. Like when shit happened like that on the higher ups, especially back then. Mm-hmm. I mean, that shit don't really affect me until it affects somebody that I know or somebody I oh, fuck sure. with. Sure. So it was like I didn't have nobody. You know what I'm saying? That was not I mean, as far as family related. I didn't have nobody that was um, 
you know what I'm saying, that was on that shit. And, um, you know, I had no family at the Pentagon. I had no family at the Twin Towers. Um, but as I, you know, as the day progressed, I was talking to, you know what I'm saying, I remember, uh, shout out to, uh, Brittany Briscoe's folk had some right, people right. over at the Pentagon. Like I said, you had some folk over yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, my aunt um, was over there. I think, yeah, at the like time. there was people yeah. like or on that side of the bridge. But what anyway. was but what was really fucking me up is I was watching. You know, I'm watching the shit, whatever. You know, and I'm real live watching motherfuckers jump out of windows in NY, and I'm like, damn, yeah, like man. this shit is real. Like motherfuckers was this is, like I'm watching like, this shit on on Fox Five. You know, not right. Fox, you know, not the cable Fox. Right. Motherfucking, you know, Fox. Like, yep. Seinfeld came on afterwards. Like, yeah. I'm real live watching niggas yeah. jumping out the window like, yo, this shit is crazy. Yeah. That's, you know yeah, that shit is crazy. That shit was crazy. But, um, yeah, that shit was crazy, bro. Yeah. I mean, for me, I mean, you, you want to talk about a, a, a chapter change in event. I mean, if, if you're like me. And, you know, we, we graduated the same year out of high school. So graduating out of high school is another chapter in your life. It's like, okay, you've you've graduated high school and now you're going away to college. So now you're, you're turning a page in the book and the life of whoever you are. So, you know, graduated high school in Brooklyn and I just moved down here. I, I just yeah. moved into the D.C. Baltimore area. And, and this nigga was a was this nigga was Brooklyn. This nigga was uh, yeah. I, I was like, yo, who the fuck is this nigga? Yeah, <laughs> I mean, do rag and fitted, and you know, y'all used to call me Fab because I used to yeah. rock the fitteds and the and looking at life and all like that. you really look nothing like Fab, but yeah, 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 exactly. Used to call you Fab, yeah. exactly. But um, but yeah, you know, I I got it. I had gotten a job at a supermarket locally, and you know, I also started college at the community college down there, and. Um, it was my second day. It was my second day on the job at the supermarket and about eight thirty ish, I guess that was the time of the first plane. As I'm getting customers in the line, you know, I'm 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 a cashier at the time. I get customers in line and it just seemed like a, an array of bad news just kept coming through the line. Like the first customer was like, Yeah, plane just hit the World Trade Center mm. and I'm like, Really? Like like for real she's like yeah so then i'm like dang you know i gotta you know i gotta call back home because you know i got yeah. i got family in new york so then three customers later she says the second plane hit like the second tower hit and i'm like okay something something ain't right here like this this is getting scary this is getting to be like a movie like this is turning into a real life action film right right so again um i get another customer in line and they talk about the pentagon and that's when for me what did it for me was the plane hitting the pentagon and it was like oh snap this is it's going down right you know what i mean i i gotta i'm calling my aunt she works in fort belvoir which you know that traffic on that end was gonna get crazy um i think uh jay's pops was over there. Rest he was peace. yeah. Rest in peace to the uncle Scarface. He was face mall. <laughs> um. He yeah. He he was going crazy. Like yo, we got to get out of D.C. We got to get out of D.C. And I'm calling. I'm calling my folks in New York. You know, my grandmother's in Queens. My grandfather's in Brooklyn. You know, my cousins is spread out 
all over Queens and Brooklyn, and you just couldn't get a hold of nobody. And that was that was a scary thing about it was you couldn't you you couldn't reach nobody. Yeah. So I remember I remember leaving the leaving the job. I, I got off, and I came to Melvin's house. I think you were there. I'm sure I was there. Okay, I think you were there. I know it was it was like four of us, and I guess we were just trying to find something to get into, and. Like, well, we had we definitely had Bible study that night, right? I, I don't right. know. I think you got to work at like around. I don't. I mean, like around four or something like. Yeah, that. it was and like you know, four. You know, we always looking for some shit to get in. You know, yeah, exactly. Right. We right. we, we were just trying to look for something to do, but every channel you turned to, they kept talking about the the towers falling. They kept talking about the Pentagon being hit. They were talking about the plane right outside of Pittsburgh, you know, going down and. I mean, everywhere on TV, you just couldn't. Because me personally, I was just trying to find something to distract myself from what was happening. And it was just difficult to do until we got the Bible study that evening. So, you know, for me, I mean, as as a native New Yorker myself and for you yourself as a D.C. native, um, this this tragic event hits home very, very hard. And, um, oh shit! This nigga Kesey didn't get in the chat room. Oh, Kesey was good, what homie. Was good, man. What's up with them Falcons, man? <laughs> nah, no, but uh, them, yeah, we gonna yeah we gonna get into that. But uh, but yeah, um, fifteen years ago, man, that was just you know. And again, if you're if you're like us and you graduated from high school that same year, you kind of felt like okay, we're turning a page in a chapter of this book of life, and right out the gate. We get this, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like, okay, how, how do we how do we move forward here? What's what's happening? And then you heard about the anthrax stories yeah. later on, yeah, and right, then right. and then I think a year later, the DC sniper was a story that became so hot and heavy around here, and you know, all types of stuff was just happening, man. All right, so I, yo, so I was having this conversation with some real niggas like a few weeks ago, mm-hmm. and um. We was talking about um, like who was to blame for nine eleven, basically. Mm-hmm. And I, I would love to get your opinion. Like who, who, like who was to blame for nine eleven? Who was to blame for nine eleven? Uh, let's see. We got a. I guess we got a few culprits, right? Because I, you know, I read these books, I read these articles, and all these videos that come out with the Illuminati and the Federal Reserve Bank. I think was involved in a few of these videos, but I, I guess George W. Bush could be a could be a culprit. Um, I guess the U.S. government is a culprit in this as well. Um, was Al Qaeda, Al Qaeda, whatever? Mm-hmm. Um, sure, you, you could definitely make a case that they had. I mean, well, they had guys that were basically, you know. Suicide, suiciders. I mean, pretty much. Give me names, Uncle Mike. Not I, the Saudi government. Give me names. Oh, the Saudi government. No, that's good. That's good. Um, yeah, I mean, you, you you can make a case for a number of organizations, individuals that you could put forth blame on. But man, I'm 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 I'm, I'm looking at uh, I'm looking at the government here. Uh, kind of you. I'm I'm on the fence between United States government and wherever these guys that hijacked these planes came from. All right, so I'm not a one. Before I get conspiracy 
conspiracy theorists on y'all niggas. Let, let's be very clear. Maestro Styles is not, and I repeat, a, is not a political. I'm not into politics. I'm just not. I, this is all. This is all uh, speculation. Some of some of the facts or some of the facts that may imply or wrong, might be wrong. They might be right. I don't know. Right. I'm I'm just just going on a conviction here. Mm-hmm. So. I was talking like again. I was talking to some real niggas, and um, you know, we was talking about um, how uh, I am a conspiracy. Okay, I um, how Uncle, you know, Uncle Mike's a conspiracy theorist. Got gotcha. you. How um, you know that shit? Like you can't you can't plan nine eleven. You can't plan nine eleven. In three years, you get what I'm saying. Like, it's not something that you could just, you know, for three years do mm-hmm. some research. You know, if you, mm-hmm. I, I, I feel like if you researched heavily for three years, mm-hmm. you wouldn't have the intel it took right. to take down the twin towers in the Pentagon and make it seem like it wasn't an inside job. Yeah, no, that's true. Okay. I've, I've heard people talk about the structure. Of those yeah. towers, I've heard and about how, the steel and, how, yeah, and, and all that stuff. Right, and how right. So, all right. So, watch this. Watch this. Now. And you know, if I, if I'm totally off base, so what? That's what the barbershop <laughs> podcast um, is about. So, I believe, mm-hmm. um, in the '90s, right? Or let's say the late '80s. Mm-hmm. That's how far. That's how. I mean, you know, I'll try to keep it as short as I can. Right. Um. Excuse me. In the late '80s, um, you know, we was uh, U.S. was okay. Middle the Middle East area in Russia was going through some issues in the '80s. Yep. Yeah, I, right. Mm-hmm. Um, there is there is a um, there is a there is a there's something that's being there's uh, I, I want to say is I I ran contraband or I, I don't know the name of what it was called but okay. there was some it was it was explained to me as something of the effect of America was dealing weapons to Iran or mm-hmm. to the Middle East right. and to Russia mm. right mm-hmm. to to you know funding their war right uh, you know what I'm saying but you know I was like I said playing on both sides so. They, um, I guess, eventually at some point, Russia caught on to what was what was going on. No, let me take that back. Uh, what's the name? I, I, yeah, that's it. I ran Contra. Um, so, so what I understand, and and then not only to what I understand to what I'm implying mm-hmm. or assuming, um, they got in odds with the Middle East because the Middle East felt like. The weapons that they were supplying wasn't matching the amount of uh, oil they were supplying to the to the states to the okay. U.S. Okay, so they was like, you know what, you know what, you know what I'm saying we need more weapons for this oil or you know however that transaction right, happened right. or oh, fuck y'all, mm-hmm. we ain't fucking with you. So then, uh, U.S. was like, oh, you ain't fucking with us. All right, well, fuck you then. Got with got with Russia, right? Right. Got with Russia. Russia go in, shut all that shit down. You know, obviously, as um, the way it was explained to me is that uh, that Russia won this war. Mm-hmm. You know, this war that had been going on for you know ten, maybe thirty, forty years. Right. Um. So I correlate that with 
you know, that was late 80s. Here we go, early 90s. Where's the Olympics? Uh, what was that in Atlanta in 96? No, 96, right? no, but in 92, where was it? 92. Oh, in in Russia? Russia? Barcelona, I Barcelona? believe is what it is. But that's okay. like Russia. Russia-ish? Okay. To my understanding. Okay. So, um... So then, uh, the guy who's uh, the guy who who we talking about back in the early nineties? It was Saddam Hussein. Hussein yeah. in the Middle East. Yep. Um, Saddam Hussein is there. He's the you know the dictator. Womp womp womp. But here's this guy named um, uh, fuck who the uh, the the nigga now uh, that just got killed recently. That Barack found under a rock and killed him. Um, oh, um, Osama bin Laden. Bin Laden. Bin Laden is this cat in the early 90s. Again, how it was being explained to me. Mm-hmm. It's this cat in the early 90s that's, you know, you know, he just under the Middle East. Like, he ain't, like, he ain't necessarily working with them, but mm-hmm. he got bread. So, right, it's like right. he's fucking with them. They fucking with him because he got the bread. Womp, womp, womp. But uh, Bin Laden got aspirations to start his own, that you know, his right. own kind of nationality, right? And, and let's not forget. There was an attempt to blow up the World Trade Center, nineteen ninety-three, something like that. Yep. So, yep. well, and more than an attempt, it actually, yeah, there was an explosion right. there. Right. So. Right. All right. So, watch this hey, again. Conspiracy theorists. Um. So, they fall out. You know, U.S. fall out with. Um, and if you obviously we ain't on video, y'all can see me. You know, air quote, air quoting. They fall out with uh, with Saddam Hussein, George Senior, right? And Saddam Hussein fall out. Mm-hmm. George Bush Senior is, you know, sitting at dinner tables with um, George W. Bush or George Bush Junior, right? Right. Leaving right. his son game, you know, he in politics, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Giving him game, whatever, right? I believe that George Bush Junior. I'm talking like mid-90s, 90, 93, 94, 95. Yep. Mm-hmm. Developed a relationship with Ben Laden in the early 90s, and they plotted 9-11 since then. Ooh. Knew we was going to war, because who who's the only person that could push the button on war? The president. Right, right. Push the button on the war. Mm-hmm. All that money that's been, money coming in. Yep. Long story short, yep. money coming in. Yep. You with, know the, what I'm with the oil and with the situation. Fear, and with the fear of, you know, the terrorism yep. and all that, womp, womp, womp. I think George W. Bush set that shit up from the jump. And it's funny because a lot of niggas, like, um, you know, somebody was like, you know, George W. Bush ain't that smart to pull some shit off like that. And where, and where was George W. Bush when the attacks happened, if you remember? What, you talking about 9-11? 9-11. He was in Florida on yeah. vacation. Yeah. Getting the suntan on. <laughs> I mean, just a conspiracy theory. You know, I, you know, every now and then I like to throw some shit out for y'all that you know to think about. But if I'm totally off base, let a nigga know he off base, man. ASAP. This is a per Play that shit right now. About it, <laughs> Ain't nothing but against the Let me tell y'all niggas something. Whether you like it or not, George W. Bush is a motherfucker. You put two of America's most wanted in the same motherfucking place at the same motherfucking time. Y'all niggas about to feel this. 
Break out the champagne glasses and motherfucking condoms. Have one on the side. Picture perfect. I paint a perfect picture. Bomb the hooches with precision. My tits took you with you with that and double OP. Dog, my fucking homie. You the cold ass nigga on the mall. Show up. I keep my hand on my gun because they got me on the run. Now I'm back in the coat room waiting on the outcome. Three two pockets, all this on the niggas' mind. But at the same time, it seems they trying to take mine. So I'm gonna get smart and get defensive and shit. And put together a million march for some gangster shit. So now they got a slate. Two multi millionaire motherfuckers catch a case. Mm. Bitches get ready for the throwdown. The shit's about to go down. Uh, me and Snoop about to clap. <laughs> I'm losing my religion. I'm vicious on these school pigeons. You might be deep in this game, but you got the rules missing. Niggas be acting like you're savage. They out to get the cabbage. I got nothing but love for my niggas living last. I got a pit named P. She nigga Raina. I got a house out in the hills right next to Chino. And I think I got a black female. But my dream is to own a fly casino. Like Bugsy Seagull. Can do it all illegal. And get scooped up by the little homie in the Riga. Feel good to you, baby bubba You see, this is for the G's and the keys, motherfucker Now follow as we ride Motherfucker, west to what the best from the west side And I can make you famous Niggas been dying for years So how can they blame us? I live in fear of a felony I never stop bailing me Motherfucking G's If you got a better floor Another one Podcast. What a what a great way to reset the show. Uh, Trey and Maestro here in the house, and uh, shouts out to the chat room here, y'all. Uh, y'all throwing out all these conspiracy theory. I love that shit. Issues out here. We we appreciate all that. Uh, George Bush had dinner with Bin Laden's family. Yeah, yeah. That's a that's a pretty good conspiracy theory to have. Definitely. I, I don't know that nigga said that shit is real, man. Don't. Hey man, but if I'm totally like, am I totally off? Like, am I off? Like, am I tripping? Let me, somebody just let me know if I'm tripping. If I'm not tripping, then nigga, yeah, I'm about to go to that real nigga and, and try cuss him out because oh, I'm that, real, bro. I, I think there's some possibilities. I mean, you know, we talked about the steal and you know and all that stuff. We I I talked about him being in Florida, you know, getting a suntan on. So it, it's definitely possible. But, uh... Well, I'll be on it, man. I mean, I, I think we got to say it at this point now, man. Rest in peace to Tupac Shakur, man. Happy birthday. This is birthday today. Oh, no, no, I'm sorry. No, this day he was shot. He was died today. Yes, I'm sorry. Yes. He died today. Yes. Okay, now nah, that's... on June 16th. That's cool, Maestro. I was going to get into the recap, but, yeah, we can we can get into Tupac I mean, we, yeah, we just... I mean, just real quick. I mean, it, it ain't really too much. Um, you know why I'm forever thankful for Tupac Shakur, man, for, for one reason, man. Uh, he died in 1996, and um, I um uh, I was thirteen. Well, I, yeah, we were thirteen years old. Thirteen, um, which it's it's crazy because when when Pop was out and we were kids, it it made you feel it felt like we were older than thirteen when he passed for some reason. It just I don't know. It it just feels that way. Well, let like, me tell you what was going going around in Prince George's County, Maryland, when I was a young young lad in uh in uh 1996 um we would walk around like you know obviously the east west coast shit was going on yep um in my neighborhood we were claiming east and west coast in the neighborhood like kids were claiming east and west coast right right and if a west coast kid 
I, and it was just a claim. It wasn't nothing about obviously it wasn't nothing about geographical locations in right. in an apartment complex. It was nothing of that nature. Right, right. But um, we went in there, and if you, a West Coast motherfucker got caught slipping by some East Coast motherfuckers, mm-hmm. he got his ass jumped. <laughs> right, right. It's just he got his ass jumped. Right. Uh, we was we was we was uh, riding on niggas. Um, with what I, you know, anybody from DC, I mean, I think we all had an appreciation for Biggie, but anybody in the DMV, mm-hmm. we was Pac. Okay. It, no, that's, was, that's, we that's were, interesting. We was Pac. It was Pac. It, it, I, at least as kids, I can't speak right. to adults, but, um, we was definitely, uh, Pac. Everybody in Courage Hill that I knew, right. it was Pac. That's interesting. I mean, you enough. might catch a couple niggas slipping because they ain't know no better because they fucked with Juicy or some shit. Right. But uh, we we was <laughs> yeah we was riding on niggas. We was we was riding on niggas on on the strip for the West Coast, man. We definitely was. Um. So the reason why I'm forever thankful to Tupac, outside of obviously, um, you know, musically and the type of music he, I mean, his work ethic and the fact that he was talented, he could go, you know, do movies and, right. you know, like he, he, obviously he died at 25. He had so much more to give to the game. Yep. Um, his philanthropy, his, you know, his point of view towards, you know, life, the African-American struggle, like you know, all of that. But on a very, um, on a very small scale for me, um, I was a not so uh, financially well off kid. Mm-hmm. My mama didn't have it, and um, I don't know how many people was hip to this, but um, Machia- uh, Machiavelli lost tapes one volume one through volume eight came out immediately after um, Tupac died. Right, right, like you know, you know, in a series of you know a series like. Uh, the the original when we ride on our enemies like like and my uncle would cop these tapes mm-hmm. you know cop these lost tapes from a mom and pop store up on Alabama Avenue right and um you know what I would do is while he was out there doing what he was doing I would go in there and dub the shit out of these tapes mm. dub, I mean dub the I mean Dub the shit out these tapes, right. cassette tapes, and <laughs> sell them in school. Right, right. Five dollars a pop, no doubt. And um, you know, a nigga had a little bit of money in his pocket, right, from selling tapes, from selling pop lost tapes, one through eight. I had every one, one through eight, right. And I would go around school like, yo, I got that pop, and niggas be like, I want that, right. five dollars. Right. So five dollars. So so Tupac was heavily, I mean heavily. I mean, the nigga. He caught, was the reason why the of DC. he was the. Oh, he, yeah, he was the reason why in 1996, and I, you know that I, 1996 at 13 years old, at any given time, any given time you rolled up on me, I had at least fifty dollars in my pocket. Right, right, right. Now I didn't know what the fuck to do with it, you know, but I had motherfucking uh, fifty dollars at any given moment in my pocket. And then that put me on to this candy hustle, and then like niggas had to shut me down because right, I was right. I was getting I was getting little eighth seventh eighth grade money like I was getting seventh eighth grade money around the time. So um, rest in peace to to Pac Shakur, man, because um, he definitely had a lot to do with uh, my pockets. 
arguably the um, most influential figure in the history of hip-hop. Um, for me, as a person grew, growing up in Brooklyn, what I think about uh, about Tupac and Chief Rocker says, uh, for real, y'all must have had lost because big people was deep and strong. Not uh, in D.C., my brother. Um, that, I get it in New York, but yeah, not in D.C., Yeah, brother. Chief. As New Yorkers, I mean, yeah, we, we big caught the hearts of us. I mean, no question about it. We respected Big, but in D.C., it was Pac, because he ride, like, see, D.C. niggas, like, let me just, mm -hmm. you know, because, um, D.C. niggas, like, we we, we respect lyricism, Mm -hmm. but we'd rather you just flat out say, I'm gonna fuck you up. Right. Hit him up was it. Like, no doubt. Hit him up was it. No doubt. I mean, who shot you was tough. I'm, please, don't get it confused. Mm -hmm. We thought it was tough then, and I even have and a that, greater... And that, and that wasn't even directed right. at Pac. I had a great... I have a greater appreciation for, you know, for Big's lyricism as an adult. Right. But as a 13-year-old kid in D.C., we grew up on Go-Go, and Go-Go has no lyrics, no bars, let's say that. Right. No bars. Like, we fuck with Pac. In D.C., Scarface, Pac... Um, you know, like uh, Yuck Mouth, Devin the Dude. We was more like rap right, right, Suave right. House, like like shit like that. Mm-hmm. And Go Go. And and let's not forget, Biggie always used to shout out DC in his rhymes. Yeah, also. And it, but that was more. I mean, not that he. And that was more DC. because Puff would bring him down yeah. to do shows. So at he Howard definitely and all built. That. He definitely built relationships with DC. But yep. if you asking me as a thirteen year old child at the time, because I wasn't out in them streets then. Yep. It was pop. Nope, we had respect you. for Big, yep. but it was Pac. No, nah, I feel you. I, yeah, I feel the same way in, like, reverse. Like, yeah. we love Big, but we always had respect for Pac. So when I when I think about Pac, I think about the East Coast, West Coast stuff. And I thought the movie Notorious did a great job of depicting what, you know, what took place between those two guys. At least from, I guess, a commercial. The back- it was a commercial. It was a great commercial attempt. I don't know if it was a great, yeah, you know. At, at le- I mean, at least from at least from the bad boy perspective. What I what I would like to see is a movie about. Oh, it's coming Pops. out. It oh, it's is? coming out. Yeah, okay, it's yeah, out. yeah I, it's definitely. Yeah, they, it's coming that, out. That, it's coming out this year, I think. Oh, okay. Yeah, like I, the trailers are out. Would would have liked to have to come out this month. I mean, just to kind of commemorate yeah, the twenty year anniversary yeah, of his death. Well. But whatever. Um. Yeah, man. Um, rest in peace to Tupac, man. Um, Definitely. I, I I really feel like because I, I I loved him in Poetic Justice, um, gang related, Juice, obviously, um, one of the best you know hood movie, black hood movies out there. Um, man, if he was still alive, man, I'm I'm just wondering how big of a a movie superstar he could have been. I, I'm ne- next to the music. They might have killed this nigga. I mean, shit, he might have been killed by these niggas that I'm referring to. But, right, right. You know what I'm saying? But they, yeah, like, I don't know. Because um, he did he did a great job in his, in the roles that he had. I mean, yeah. in Juice, he was the bad guy. In Gang Related, this guy was a cop. I mean, I mean, he fit those roles so well. And even in Poetic Justice, he kind of played this, you know, he was kind of in between. He was yeah. like the, like, not the lover boy type, but he was more like, he was more neutral. In that, so, he was a nigga that got pussy with. He was very. He was yeah, a nigga that got pussy yeah, with. Yeah. But I, 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 he, all, he, with all due respect, the nigga that got pussy with. He was very. I mean, di- he he was very he got pussy diverse. With, he got pussy with by Janet Jackson. So you, I mean, you can't be mad at that. But yeah, yeah, yeah. He was your favorite Pac song. He was very diverse when it came to the roles that he filled when he was on the big screen. So you I, I got to give him up for that. 
and you know You'll just like and just like and just like um I'm a, I'm a, I'm going to go back to what Beanie Siegel said on Tax Stone's podcast about Tupac. These guys, I mean him and Biggie, I mean these guys were in their mid 20s and the stuff that they put in their rhymes was just I mean it's it's night and day between what you get from the 24 25 year old right now. I mean, it's it's just the you I, mean the ones that's popping, the ones that's popping, and, 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 yeah. and, and then uh, and then and, and all due respect, because I, I you know I, I get what's saturating the market, but Kendrick was spitting that shit at twenty four twenty five. J Cole was spitting that shit at twenty four twenty five. No doubt. Big Crip was no spitting doubt. that shit at twenty four twenty five. I understand. Currency yeah. was spitting that shit at twenty. So it's like yeah, and I'm talking about these other cats. Yeah, these, these, right. The, you know, the no, motherfuckers no, that saturate the market. No, yeah, no disrespect to the down south cats, but yeah. there's some cats. Out there, that's but it's just, even cats that's down south. Saha the Prince, it's motherfuckers that's right. Spit. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. It's motherfuckers that's just not getting a no shine. Doubt. No yeah, doubt. Yeah. But you know, you got these other guys. You know, the Soldier Boys. Yeah. Just you know, it's, yeah. it's a totally different. And I'm world. not mad at them niggas. Please, this no. is my show style speaking. I'm not mad at them niggas. I understand that they get that, that music. No, well, not even that. That music has to be prevalent in today's sure. world. Sure. But we just not getting enough of Saha the Prince. True, true. We that. just not getting enough side how the prince. We're not getting enough uh I don't even want to say killer Mike because he's kinda older, but like the young niggas that's spitting and and saying some shit, mm-hmm. they not getting that that shine that the same you know, that you know, that soldier boy was per se getting or you know what I'm saying? So Right, right. Yeah, you know, man. What's you your know, favorite pop song, man? You ain't getting out of that one. Uh man, man, it's it's so many, man. Um Wow. Favorite pop song. I mean, I, I get around. I mean, I, I mean, you definitely are, you with that choice. You definitely was more of a big nigga than a pop nigga. Man, I, well, yeah. I mean, yeah. I'm, I'm, I guess I am telling yeah. myself in yeah. terms of you who I was. who I feel more yeah. than the other. But yeah, I, I I get around, man. I mean, class. I mean, it's classic. I mean, anytime it comes on, you gonna play it. Even in 2016, yeah, no question about it. Summertime but, classic, but like, no, it's but, a classic in the summertime, right? But no disrespect to Hail Mary, All yeah. Eyes on Me, you know. And I'm gonna play some more joints throughout the show, but no disrespect to those other songs because those are some great songs and some good headbangers. But I mean, when you think about the summertime and all that stuff, I you know, I get around. For me, it's that. Which 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 song is? Your favorite. Um, anybody know anything? If you if you want to know anything about Maestro Styles, I fuck with the hits, but Maestro Styles is a B side type of nigga. Like he's a nigga that's like like I don't right. the songs. You that stay nigga, away from the radio. From the I radio. mean, not that I don't. It's just like I I fuck with the muff. I fuck with the shits that right. didn't necessarily pop on the radio or didn't make the radio. What's My up, Thorny? Favorite, what up, Thorny? My favorite motherfucking pop song is. Uh, I came to bring the pain, hardcore from the brain. That motherfucking joint. And let me let me give y'all a quick little story about uh about that particular song. Mm-hmm. Um, this song "All Eyes on Me," right? Um, now a lot of y'all motherfuckers might think that Devontae Swing from Jodeci did that beat, right? I I play it for you. I know you don't got okay. it on your playlist. I play it for you after the show. Okay. Um, the nigga, you know who really did this beat? Who's that? Timberland did a beat for Pac. Really? 
Timberland Yo, did son, that shit. Son, stop playing. Timberland did that beef for Pac, and it was because, but he didn't get the credit for it because Devontae Swing, uh-huh. Timberland was working under Devontae Swing's production company okay. at the time. Okay. So he heard the shit that was going on, whatever, whatever. Right, right. And then was like, yo, took the shit, gave that shit to Pac. Pac fucked with it. Pac don't know who Timberland is, I'm assuming. Right. And that right. motherfucker uh, is on Tupac's album, Timberland produced Yo, I, for I, Tupac I Shakur. have to hear that. Yeah. And when you hear it, when you hear it, and when I read because I read it in Timberland's book, and when I, I was like, yo, like, when I'm listening to it, that shit sound like some shit Timberland produced. Mm-hmm. But and, this I, is, you, and this is what, mid-96? Oh. 96. Yeah, I, I, and, and that's... That's when Timberland was really right. He had, like he had a few joints out. He, yeah, he, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yo, you gotta let me hear yeah, that. Yeah, I, I make sure you hear that. Yeah, man. Grego says, "Picture me rolling and uh, so many tears and hit him up with so many his tears favorites. is definitely a banger. Yeah, definitely hit that's him up. Like my number two. Yeah, hit him up. You know, that's the legendary that that signature is the East Coast West Coast thing between him and Pac. So. Yeah, there's there's a lot of I mean, Pox had so many hits, man. So. I mean, yeah, obviously, obviously, yeah. man. But rest in peace to the legend, man. Tupac so, Shakur. So, so Ja Rule has a question. Make comparisons to Pac and X and me. Y'all just want to see Pac come back. Y'all want to see this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, it'd be nice if he came back, but uh, I mean, some niggas like, say like niggas in Cuba somewhere. Yeah, so, yeah, man, you know. Yeah, but you know, life life don't work that way. So, so. uh... NFL, let's, uh, oh, you want to you yeah, get into a joint? No, nah, let's go ahead, yeah, give, 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 him, give him a joint real quick, man. Oh, okay, yeah, this is one of my favorite joints right here, so. I want to Gotta get into this I'm right here. I'm straight rider, don't want nobody to ride me. Got the police busting at me, but they can't do nothing to us. Oh, Thorny, the song was, um, Mom, bitches, that's a 
Maestro Styles in the house. So uh, look, man, what you got? I just got I just got beef with y'all niggas. Nah, I ain't, uh, nah, you missed it, but I definitely ain't apologize. I mean, y'all niggas played the Browns, Monica. Get the fuck out of here with that shit. Um, <laughs> yeah, we gonna get into that. Yeah, but look, um, hey man, I'm on Facebook this weekend, right? Mm-hmm. Right. You know what I'm saying? I'm saying I see I see Miss Mocha. She posting, you know, like norms. So I'm thinking I'm about to get some sports information and right and shit like that, right? And uh, I'm looking at I'm looking at the post. It's niggas in Georgia, Mocha Bell in Georgia, yeah. fucking Jersey Vern in Georgia, yeah, Kesey, Spicy Kesey niggas the in Governor Georgia, Vince Wright. niggas in Georgia, Thorny tailgating and shit, and Spicy too. Nigga, I ain't get no text message and no shit. Yeah. No email, nothing. Like, like some no, of y'all niggas don't get my line. No invites. No, you know. I'm like, oh, shit. I'm like, and Gregor could, could attest to this, but I was like, yo, I mean, it's it's the whole crew there. Like, how, how can we get down? We trying to be down. I What's got good? A, I got a question. I know we ain't officially on SME, but we fucking with y'all. Are we X Squad? I don't know how what, what it is. Yeah, how did, yeah, how we how we get I don't down? Know how that works, but I feel like 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 y'all, what y'all niggas don't fuck with us for how, real. How, like, how can we be down with the X Squad? Let affiliates? the OG tell the OG Doug Stewart that I need an invite. Like I'm kind of fucked up that I ain't uh, get no invite. Nah, I don't. I didn't see that though. I ain't see no invite. For the Barbershop Sports Talk Podcast. Oh, Thorny said she wasn't there. Yeah, yeah, but I ain't see but. no invite for the podcast for our show to be down there. Like, yeah, to, I, to chop it up with everybody. I mean, I ain't see the invite is what I'm talking about. I We might not have made it, but yeah. I didn't see the invite. Yeah, yeah, man. I, so, I mean, you know, get your word to the OG Doug Stewart. I'm like, hey, look, I wanted to meet Ryan Stewart. I don't, you know what I'm saying? Right, right. Grego said he got to speak to his agent about getting us through the X Squad affiliate. I just need to know. Yeah, I, I mean, I ain't, I ain't, I ain't salty if y'all ain't fucking with us, but I ain't. I did. I, I felt yeah, like, yeah, man. Hey, we trying to be down, y'all. I, I, it's not even. I just <laughs> felt like I felt. I felt like I should have got an invite. That's all I'm saying. But it's all love. It's all love because y'all, y'all at least listening to the show. Shut, so. Yeah, shout out to y'all because I, I mean, I saw the pictures too, and it looks like y'all had a great time that weekend, and all the festivities was great. It was good to see each other and take pictures. Yeah, I know my mom's is out Georgia. Yeah, I could have realized I might have. Yeah, you know my, what I'm saying my, my, my mother. Yeah, you know my, what I'm my mother's in Grayson. My Georgia. little sister's out there, and like we could have made some shit happen. We'd have been out there lit. Yeah, yeah, we could have. Look, I'm. I'm I'm still trying to take over Doug Stewart's show. Like I'm, I'm like we seriously should fly to Atlanta, get a body bag, kidnap Doug Stewart, put him in a body bag in a closet somewhere, and we could just do his show oh. for two hours. Nah, they don't want that. <laughs> I fuck around. Shut. Uh, yeah, this shit get shut down. I, I was, fuck I was, with I was, gonna, like I was gonna say he, he gonna lose all the sponsorships. All the sponsors, messing with you. nigga. I shut <laughs> that shit down. Nah, we knew nothing about it. Well, let's say I knew nothing. Trey might have knew something about it. Yeah, I knew nothing I, I about it. I saw some stuff about I it. I knew but nothing about it, it. it. By the looks of the pictures, it looked but I'm glad like a was bigger lit. event than it did like with the I advertisement knew nothing that about I saw. it, but I'm trying to tell you, y'all needed, y'all might have wanted y'all boy down there because I turned up. Yeah, nah, Gregor. I turned up. Nah, Gregor, we wish we was coming, man. But, hey, we're we going to try to make the next one. we we definitely going to do that. But, yeah, Gregor, you got you to gotta get me into X-Squad affiliates for real, though. I'm I'm really trying to I'm really trying to be down though. You nah, know? no doubt. But yeah, let's get into some uh some recap, man. I... Yeah, yeah, the opening game Thursday night, the uh, Denver Broncos 21-20 over Carolina. 
And look, man, the referees in this game, they just let Cam get knocked around and, you know, not throwing the flag and all that stuff, man. Look, <laughs> Cam's the MVP, right? That's what they say. He's the MVP, right? So, That's what they say. So if, so if your guy is the MVP in the face of the league, those hits that he took Thursday night, he should have got flags for all those hits I that mean, he took. I mean, I don't know if he had to be an MVP to get fucking to get. I mean, what does called. he have to do, Maestro? Yeah, like he 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 should have just been getting the calls. Like that shit is kind of crazy. Know, that I mean, shit is definitely kind of crazy. I mean, does he have the wrong complexion or something? Like, like y'all y'all gotta let me know something. Like, hey, Thorn, let me see what that hair look like when you rinse when you get done rinsing that shit, girl. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but, but, nah, the, but yeah, man, that that was just that that was just an abomination of non-calls on cam in that game man nah it nah it was definitely uh an abomination but i'll tell you this uh cam newton got outplayed <laughs> got outplayed by trevor simeon in my personal opinion and, yeah. and, and 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 he didn't have to play a good game i was gonna say and he, he didn't, didn't have, have to, to do play anything a good, he didn't have to play a good game and, and the sideline reporters is like oh it's your first start and you helped them get the win i'm like hold pump the brakes like he threw two interceptions, and I mean he he had a couple mistakes here and there. So let's not act like he, you know, had a passer rating of one forty or something like that. Yeah. I mean he managed the game like a game manager should. This was his first game. You don't want him doing too much when you got a top five defense and you got a running game that can get you through the game. Yeah, I, I just can't understand. Um... I just really can't understand what, what what was going on here, man. I, but I say this at the end of the day. I say this at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. Um, the Panthers seem to have a problem with the Denver Broncos because there's no way. I'm sorry, bro. And I get it was like a, what was a one point one point victory. Yeah, and and uh, what's his name, Mister Kick at Mr. the end. Yeah, it's but it, it seems it seems. And, and I, I predicted he would miss that kick. By the way, I didn't. I definitely thought. Carolina was it's hard it to make kicks there. in that stadium. I, cool, but I I said he ain't gonna make it. I, there's <laughs> no way that I thought he was gonna miss that and lose this game for the fucking Carolina Panthers. I, I I was really I was really I was really not cool with it, man. I'm not gonna lie to you. I was really not cool with it. Um, I mean, I guess if we, I mean, the, nothing. Cam Newton. I mean, he did nothing really. Yeah, like, you no. would think. You would think. I ain't gonna say he did nothing because the Bam definitely scored two touchdowns. But, right, right. Um, you would think that the way he got his ass waxed in the Super Bowl, mm-hmm. that the nigga would have came into this game like coming for blood. But even his conversations in pregame, like you know, this is not a rematch between you know the us and the Broncos because the 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 lineup has changed and all this right. other bull. Hey man, shut that th- that punk ass shit up, dog. <laughs> shut that shit up. Like, what are you talking about? Like, these are the niggas. Uh, these niggas are the reason why you don't have a Super Bowl, right? I mean, some of the, the main parts are there. Like, Akeem Talib is there. Chris Harris is dead. Yep. You know, it, the parts are it's parts that are there mm-hmm. that you should have been shitting on at this moment. And then you had Kelvin Benjamin. Yep. You had Kelvin Benjamin. Like, it's. Bruh, I, I was really, I was really, I'm like, yeah, I thought that was gonna be a blowout. I thought the Panthers. I mean, would I didn't think you, I thought it was gonna be convincing. I thought it was gonna be a convincing right. win by the Panthers. Right. I, I, I won't say a blowout, but it, they could have lost by four. But it would, I mean, could have won by four. But I was under the impression that it was gonna be a convincing win. Like you knew, 
Right. What you know? Who was the victor? Like if it was a lock of the week, this yeah. was probably the one. I or the thought two Cam locks. Newton was going to show out. This yeah. nigga was not good at all, and and it does and it doesn't and it help. Doesn't, and it doesn't help also that Michael Orr is trying to protect you, and we we've been down this road with Michael Orr already. Like, he, like he's just bless you. He's Thank just you. not a. He to me, he's just not that guy to, to protect you. I'm gonna tell you what don't help. It don't help that he he tap danced in that Colin Cabinet conversation. Mm-hmm. <coughs> That's crazy. Bless you. So I, I feel like at least if you're gonna tap dance in interviews, you need to go out on the field and, and hold it down. And nigga didn't hold it down. Yeah. Uh, this was a great game. Um, I had a chance to watch it on TV. Uh, Green Bay and Jacksonville. And uh, <coughs> excuse me. And Jordy Nelson's back. So, you know, he scored a touchdown in this game. And, you know, 27-23 was a final for Green Bay. And Aaron Rodgers continues to be Aaron Rodgers. Uh, did you see that throw to uh, oh, Devontae yeah. Adams? I watched the whole game. I watched the whole yeah, game. Yeah, yeah. Man. That, that, was, that was brilliant. The throw and it's, the it catch. Was, it, the catch. It, the audacity of Aaron Rodgers to throw it. Mm-hmm. The audacity of this motherfucker. And then, um, then just a great catch by uh, Devontae Adams. I think it was. Yep, a great catch by Devontae Adams. Man, I, I he 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 caught that motherfucker. Oh yeah, he he definitely showed up. But uh, if I gotta keep it a hundred with you, man, like we, I knew what the Packers was going to do. I was more interested in what the Jags, uh, what the Jags were going to do. Yep. And I gotta tell you, man. Um, Outside of the fact they threw that dumbass screen at the end of the oh yeah know, on, on the fourth, fourth and down two. yeah man they played the best game that you could play against the Packers considering you knew that they you know the Packers were a better team right right they played a good fucking game man. I thought the defense for Jacksonville and I you know make no mistake about it. At some point, Gus Bradley is going to have to get his defense to play better, and I think they're going to play better, but. To hold the Packers to 27 points, which I think the Packers are capable of averaging 40 a week with nah, you know with, with that offense. You're bugging. With Jordy Nelson back? No, you're bugging. 40 points? That that, that offense can are average Are you embellishing? Just tell me you're embellishing. No, I'm not. I'm you're just saying that the Green Bay Packers can score 40. Offense? Can score 40 can, a game. They can average 40. This offense is that good. Nah. I, I think that nah, offense is bruh. that good. Nah, bruh. I mean, nah, I mean, I mean, you. Nah, I mean, sure, bro. sure. They they can protect Aaron Rodgers a little 40 bit better. Forty points a game, but they can that offense can put up forty a game. Nah, I believe they could put I'm up forty not rocking, a game, bro. I'm but not rocking. But Jacksonville, yeah, Chief Rocker. The, the the Jags look good on offense. They look good, and like you said, the fourth and two at the end with the, that's the, the I bubble mean, screen. That's the only. I mean, I could I could nitpick if I you know watch the game again, nitpick on some shit that other shit that I didn't like. Right. But nah. But uh, they that that play was the worst. That fourth and two play was the absolute motherfucking worst. I I I I, I couldn't fuck with that. I didn't like that at all. Yeah. Um. Thank you, Chief Rocker. Is no forty points a game? Nah, Bree. The Packers? Nah. Really? Bri. Who? First of all, nah. First of all, what team has ever scored forty points? Average forty points in a game. What that? Well, okay. So you're asking them to be all of the brigade. Okay. Okay. A, I might be exaggerating yeah, you be a little bit, but which, still, I mean, could they average thirty a game? That's yeah. 
But to hold them to twenty seven, though, I mean, I don't think that's a big duck. feat. I think that I think I think the Packers are going to be in that twenty seven thirty point a game range because they could they scored about what they would be scoring. What their average? I think that's what they're going to average. Yeah, somewhere between twenty seven. I think I think I somewhere think between twenty seven thirty. I think they can average thirty three. I think they can average thirty three. I, I don't think they're averaging thirty three this year. I just don't. I don't. But I hear you. Um, cause I, cause I mean, but I will say this in the Packers' defense, their defense looks good. They, yeah, like they looked better they, than yeah, they're, they're swarming faster. They look to better the ball. than they've looked in recent years. So oh, definitely. They, they, you know, so I give them that. But I still don't believe their defense is good yet. So it's like you play some teams that's that that keep the defense on the field. I, I don't. I just can't. I can't see them. I, I get that Aaron Rodgers scores fast, but I just can't see them scoring thirty-five a game. I can't see that. I, 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 I it's like I'm in that twenty seven thirty range, like right. somewhere between twenty seven and thirty. That mean the Packers defense got some work cut out for them. If I mean if they let the Jags, who by the way have a good offense, you know, even get that close to winning the game. Um, Baltimore Ravens. This was the ugliest, probably the top two ugliest games of the week. Uh, they beat the Buffalo Bills thirteen to seven, and what I liked about the things that I liked about this game. Um, I like the fact that the defense uh, played faster than they did last year. Uh, I like the fact that Joe Flacco came back, and while he looked timid at times in the pocket and didn't want to scramble or run for extra yardage, uh, the fact that he got sacked four times, but, you know, he was able to get back up and, you know, keep on moving. Um you know, through 258 yards on uh, 60. Looks like he looks like he completed 67 percent of his passes, which is where you want to be at in terms of completion percentage. Uh, the offensive line um, has some work to do. We got two rookies on the left side: the uh, left guard Alex Lewis, the left tackle Ronnie Stanley. They got some work to do. Um, the right side of the line didn't have a great game. They they were called for some penalties. Um, early on in the game, but um, I'd have to say overall, I was impressed with the the you know the will to win. Um, it was a it was sort of a team win. The defense definitely kept them in the game. Uh, the Buffalo Bills, though, um, and we talked about triplets, Maestro. We we talk about triplets. You know, the Steelers have probably the greatest triplets in the league right now. You can make a case that Tyrod Taylor. LaShawn McCoy and Sammy Watkins could be a top six, top seven set of triplets. If they, I mean, with, with, with Tyrod's running ability, Tyrod holds him down, but with, with his running ability and, you know, I think he could throw the football pretty well with LaShawn McCoy running and he's got to cut out that East West running, man. I mean, I know that's his bread and butter, but. At some point, he's getting older, and and that's not going to work anymore. And you got an explosive receiver in Sammy Watkins. You would think that this Bills offense could be able to muster up something against a questionable, you know, bend but don't break defense in my Ravens. But I mean, to only get seven points in this game, um, it, it's just not a good look. Uh, it, it don't look good for Rex Ryan. And on top of that, Sammy Watkins has a bad foot. I guess he got surgery on it in the off season and he's feeling some discomfort in the foot. So they could sideline him for the rest of the season or they could sideline him for a few games. 
And if he's got to be out for a number of games, I don't see how Rex Ryan is keeping his job. If this, I mean, if this is the make or break year for Rex Ryan to get this team over the hump, because I think you and I are on the same page as far as the Bills. We we don't think they're making the playoffs. So if you don't have your best receiver out there, then, I mean, the season could go down the drain in a hurry. Well, let me tell you how I feel about the, this game. I was about to say the Ravens, but I'll say this game. Mm-hmm. Um, Yeah, I beat the Ravens. I mean, the Bills, I'm sorry. Right. 13 to 7, mm-hmm. which means I scored 13 points. I'm looking at the, you know, the the individual stats. Right. Uh, 23-34, 2.58, and a touchdown for Flacco. Um, Justin Forsett only carried the ball 10 times. Um, Mike Wallace is your leading receiver because he had that bomb, you know, the bomb for a touchdown. Oh, that, oh, that guy that you said was unmotivated? That guy? He is on, he's, I still think he's unmotivated. Bruh, bruh, bruh. I still think he's unmotivated. Okay. He played the fucking Bills. Okay, but, but, but. It's not even about him playing the He's Bills. caught bombs before in other teams before, right? No, no, not on. Look, and I meant to say this to you a couple weeks ago. Hold on, hold on, hold on. If, don't disregard my question, motherfucker. He caught bombs at other teams before, right? On other what? On other his, teams. Oh, he what, caught, Pittsburgh? No, in the Miami. He's, he's caught a bomb in Miami before, right? A bomb. Okay. Right, so you're talking a, about a one bomb, and you tell the but nigga but had three but he's only catches. One game. Exactly. So you can really tell me that he's not motivated. That you're, you're telling me that he's motivated. No, 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 no. Hold on, no, no, no. You said the guy that's not motivated to imply that all of a sudden you believe he's motivated yes. because he had a game for three catches and 91 yards. Uh, yeah. And that did, was did, a bomb. Did you see? Did you see that play? Come on. He ran a fucking go route. Look, 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 look. What are you giving him credit for? If, 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 if I didn't sign with the Steelers. And I went to two organizations that have no championship pedigree. I'd be uninspired to play too. So you're telling me that based off this one game you watch, you come to the conclusion that he's inspired to play football? Uh, yeah. And because he's, this but, game, because he's with a championship. You got to give me something because he's you with a championship him, pedigree team here. You got to give me something different than you watching one game and him playing for a championship pedigree team. Okay, you're right. It's one game. You got to yeah, absolutely give me something right about that. that. It's, it's one game. But make no mistake. And let's be make, clear. But make no mistake about it. This is a better receiving core than we had last year. We saw we saw the rookie from last year who missed the entire season, Brashad Perriman. He, I know we only caught one ball for eighteen for thirty something yards. I know that. But look, the offense is just trying to find, you know, what their identity is. I mean, these receivers are. It's their first time playing together. This is this is Flacco's first actual game since. The injury, yeah. and and he and he was kind of timid in the pocket. So I, I think that'll improve as the season goes along. Right, well, but, tell me you got high hopes there, for Mike Wallace, but, but don't tell me he's motivated, huh? Tell me you got high hopes for Mike Wallace. Don't tell me that he's motivated after let watching them, let them one get game. Some, let them get some more W's. All right, well, I, I'll, I'll I'll go with that. Let them get but some more W's. But you're not about to tell me he's motivated because he had a game against the Buffalo Bills well, where he only said, well, he twenty said, points were scored. Well, he said in his press conference, "I'm glad I got a quarterback that can get me the ball." What, do, what what does that tell you? That that, I mean that, in, that, that in Minnesota in Miami he didn't have that guy. I'm 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 gonna keep going. I'm gonna keep waxing poetic about that. But that's if 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 but if he didn't have a a, a semi pro bowl year that first year he went to Miami. If I what he didn't have a, a semi pro bowl year. Semi, I said semi. He didn't have a semi pro bowl year the first year he played no, for Miami. No, no, 
He ain't having a thousand yard season that first yeah, but year. The, yeah, but that where did that team go? It's okay. You you yeah you, you want yeah you, you mentioned the pro- point. See, I'm only playing to your points. You said that he didn't. He's mentioned that he didn't have a quarterback to throw to him, but he was still somewhat productive in Miami. Sure, but what was the results at the end of the day? What the results? They didn't make the be, playoffs. The results is going to be the same in Baltimore, my nigga. What the fuck are you talking about? What are you talking about? The results. The results are going to be they're not making the playoffs this year too. Oh, that's what you believe. Oh no, that's what you believe. But you're but you're basing you're basing his comments on the fact that you believe that he's going to make it to the pro to the no, playoffs. No, I'm I'm, ba- I'm making it based on the fact that he's got a quarterback now that can throw the deep ball. He said that. I mean, I'm, I'm not. I mean, this ain't coming from me. He said he said it. Look, just because he look say at the, shit. Look at, look at the articles. He, just because a motherfucker say shit. Don't mean that they. That when does he? When has he ever said that about Tannehill? When has he ever said that about Bridgewater? I bet you, if we really looked it up, we could find him speaking some positive shit about Ryan Tannehill. No, I no, 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 no. I ain't saying positive stuff. I'm talking about I got a guy that can throw me the ball. Well, he didn't have that reason to to make the assumption that he couldn't throw him the ball in his first year. Uh, I bet you that if we looked up the history on the Miami Dolphins in his first year in Miami, we could find him saying something where he believed in his quarterback at one point. Well, yeah, well, sure. Okay, so, I mean, sure. So, but, okay, but so you're talking, you're, again, don't again, say motivated to me when you're talking about one game where he caught, when 90, 66 yards of this 91 yards we're talking about. Okay. Is what was in one catch. We're talking about three catches. So okay, that's, you're talking okay. about he ran one route. And, he, and he scored a touchdown. I mean, that, that was, that was vintage Mike Wallace right there. Again, I agree with you. It's one game. Let's see. Let's see you're what saying happens. He's moving, moving. You're let's saying what he's happens. motivated because he had a, a he caught a bomb. He's motivated he because somebody get me the ball. He's motivated because he's got a quarterback that can throw the deep ball, right. and then the potential for this offense hey, hey, as the season moves along. Minimize that real quick. So, I, everybody, I need y'all. I need y'all to. Um, yeah, what's yeah, what's good, Flacco? Yeah, Flacco is playing with a brace, Grego. Uh, I need everybody to to document this that he's saying right now. That in week one, Mike Wallace is motivated. So when Mike Wallace play like some shit later in this season, I want motherfuckers in this chat room to remind. How you know Trey, he's gonna play like that? Though. All right, then if he don't, then remind me that I said he okay, gonna play then. like shit. But, but let's, I'm, let's see, let's see, let's let's but see. But you're telling me he's motivated based off of one game where he. But that's what he said himself. He didn't I'm say not he was saying motivated. that. He, he said didn't that. say he was motivated. He said he that. said that. He said he was motivated. He said that. He said he was he motivated. Said, he said that. He said verbatim he was he motivated. He said that. He that, said that. That's not what you just told me he said. You told me he said, I'm glad I got somebody that can give me the ball. Okay. He said that too. Nigga, you lying, nigga. All right. Get, get, go on to the other game for, yo, you, you, for, for, this, for this nigga hey, knock hey, over hey, the don't, laptop don't, again. Hey, don't, don't take me there, homie. Yeah, for this nigga don't knock over take, the laptop yo, again, man. Don't, don't, hey, man, let's get a popping, man. The Texans and the Bears, man. Uh uh, I mean, I don't, I don't really know what you want me to say about this. DeAndre Hopkins is DeAndre Hopkins. Lamar Miller had a good game, um, which I was, I was expecting. I'm not gonna lie to you. Right, this rookie Will Fuller. Um, yeah, had a good game. Yep, yep, 107 yards game, and a touchdown. Um, Will Fuller. I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing what Will Fuller, Fuller if he gonna take that pressure off DeAndre Hopkins. Because DeAndre Hopkins definitely um, need that somebody to take that pressure so he could turn up for yeah, real. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, it's really again for me. Um, I mean, at the end of the day, the Bama, uh, they, the the Bears are still the Bears, man. Like, I, I get it. It's one game, so let me. They look pretty similar. They look pretty similar. Right, right. 
Um, yeah, I, I I really don't got much. I mean, it, it was a good win for the Texans, obviously, to get off on the right start. With and the, I definitely with the had them win, but it was like I didn't believe that 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 the Bears could beat the Texans. Um, I didn't believe that. Yeah, I I, I kind of picked them just off the strength it was Week One, and you didn't know what to expect. So, um, I'm not in, I'm not really gonna. You Who know, said go the Yards want me and squad them in the playoffs? Who was that? Yeah, Thorny. Thorny you, absolutely. Thank you, baby. What's she talking about? It don't mean all the yards don't mean shit if you don't make the playoffs. That's all she's saying. Oh, oh, okay. and, yeah, it, that's it, a good yeah. point. Oh, yeah. she's just making a general. Yeah, just general. Oh, okay. Statement. Yeah, no, nah, that's true. That's true. I think I said that about Drew Brees one year. One year they didn't make the playoffs. The Saints. Uh, the Eagles fly. Eagles fly. Twenty nine to ten over Cleveland. Uh, look, Monica, th- this is for you. This is for you. Carson Wentz. He he looked good. He did his thing, but. You're probably playing the worst organization in to have sports. A, to have a litmus test for you. Yeah. have a litmus test you, you, you're, you're playing the worst organization in sports right now. Um, I think you. I think when you start getting into the NFC East games, um, particularly when you play the AFC North, let's not I forget mean, about yeah, that. I got Pittsburgh week three. Let's, let's not forget about that. They got the AFC North to play. So, um, you know, we'll, we'll see what happens. But it's a great start for him. Um, I think Jordan Matthews had a pretty good game, 114 yards on a touchdown. So he showed out, um, you know. Well, let me just go ahead and just address the issue, the real issue about this game. Um, you know, and we and we, I don't know if we talked about it on air or if we talked about it off air. Um, RG3, my my brother, my black brother, dating these uh, these white these white. Nubian queens, um, <laughs> yo, <laughs> my nigga. This is how I look at RG 3s career, man. RG three could be, could be Cam Newton caliber. He could be that caliber quarterback. He showed that his first uh, year, and his whole the what what defined his whole success. What defines his whole success as an NFL player to me is the fact that he cannot slide. And that's the only – I mean, that is the difference I mean, between sure, there's him. other things we could mention, but let's keep it a buck. He got injured because he can't slide. He got injured Sunday because he can't slide. Like, he – it's because he can't slide. Like, who is this? Yeah, you're right. I'm calling this nigga Robert from now on, too, my nigga. I'm with you. <laughs> Robert can't slide. Like, he had Bryce Hopper in D.C. that could have taught him. Yep. Um, he he with the Indians. I don't know who the star is in Cleveland who could have taught in the Indians who could have taught him how to slide. They all could have taught him. Somebody could have taught yeah. this man how to slide. Like it's disgusting. He's on IR right now because he can't slide. You know, I look back to his rookie year where he could have had a legitimate shot to beat the Seattle Seahawks, who eventually won in won in won the Super Bowl that year, I believe. No, nah, they uh, they lost in the second. They round. They lost in the second round. Okay, okay, yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, but had a legitimate shot. Well, I'm gonna tell you something good. If they would have beat Seattle, I feel like they definitely would have beat Atlanta, the Redskins, or whoever they would have had to play that next year, that next round. Because they probably wouldn't have had to play Niners. Atlanta. I think the Niners was the other top team. I that think year. like like. They had a that would have been a good. That they had a, good, a good shot to make the Super Bowl. That would have been a good game. They had though. a good shot yeah. to make the Super Bowl. Had this motherfucker knew how to slide. Yeah, that's, that's versus RG three. That would have been a good game. That would have been a great fucking game. Yeah, they had this. They had the potential to sneak the Super Bowl that year. Mm-hmm. Had he learned just 
my dude, like all the white women and thrown in the people's yards and, 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 you know, Twitter exchanges, all of that wouldn't, and, and motherfuckers, your mom, I ain't mean motherfuckers, no disrespect, your mother calling you during press conferences, all that would have meant nothing to me if you would have just learned how to slide. Yeah, I'm done talking about RG3. I think he's done. His as name's a not RG3, starting... yo. Hey, Robert. Robert. This nigga's name Bob. is Robert. No, no, yeah. Bob. I'll call him Bob. <laughs> Bob, you're done as, Bob a, as, a, Griffin. as a starting quarterback. Like, it, it's bad, man. You can it's you bad. can back up somebody, I'm sure, but but you, yeah, and like you're, you, Bob, it's a you're rap. done. It's a wrap. It's a wrap, man. I'm sorry, man, because it happened in the first game for a skill that you have taken three years to repetitively not take time to master or at least know how to. You ain't got to be a master at sliding. Right. Just know how to do it. Yeah. This is what's stopping and he him. And he did, he did it somewhat in the preseason, and I was like, yay, let's go. Like, RG3 is finally getting it. This but- motherfucker can't slide. Like, he could have been that nigga in Washington. You know, obviously all that shit happened in Washington, whatever, right, whatever. Got right. a second chance with a black a black coach who obviously had his best interest at heart. Mm-hmm. And he's in this situation right now because he can't slide. Now, let Josh McCown or whoever that second string show there. I think it's still Josh McCown. Right, right. Let this nigga come out and show his ass while he out. Ah. <sighs> And, and and what's crazy is that's probably an upgrade at quarterback for the Cleveland Browns. Let him show out. But but see, if he don't show out, they'll fuck around. If RG3 come back this year, mm-hmm. they'll fuck around and put RG3 back in if he don't show out. Or they might out. put the other kid in there. That I, think I don't they believe put, they're going to put that kid in. Not yet. They, well, if Josh McCown don't do anything. Well, or, I'm just saying. Or, or if he gets hurt. Let's let's say McCown gets hurt. Yeah, because then, then we they all got, know, then they, we then all they know his, his dumb ass got the... Yeah. Full potential to get injured. Exactly. Trying to jump over so, a nigga. Right. Yeah, there's a chance that they could start that kid, whoever they you know, whoever they drafted there. Um the Buccaneers and the Falcons. Um I'm 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 i I'm, I'm still disappointed in the Falcons. And I'm I'm not surprised either, but they they still have these red zone issues, converting touchdowns and settling for field goals. Um but I gotta give credit to Jameis Winston. Four touchdown passes. Um you know, quarterback rating of one twenty two. Um, he, he had he had a great he had a great game. Um, two hundred eighty one yards. You know, completing twenty three of thirty three attempts. Um, the Bucks are they were a sleeper. I'd have to say they're a sleeper team. I know it's just one game. I'm going to go with they played the Falcons, man. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm going to go with they played the Falcons. Division rival. Um, I, I get definitely, that too. Definitely. I'm going to go with they played the fucking Falcons. Um, yeah. I, I, I got some issues with the Falcons, man. I, I'm not going to lie to you. I, I, I They got – Muhammad Sanu is good. Mm-hmm. He's a good number two, man. Right, right. Uh, Julio Jones, you know you – what they doubled him the said? entire game. What else, but what else could be said? I mean, Hamilton knew he had like 80 yards and a touchdown that yeah. game. So, he, yeah. I mean, he did what he needed to do. Right, right. He got a side. I mean, the dude threw who he threw for 334. I did, I'm not going to pretend like I watched this game, but what in the hell happened? Because, first of all, um, Atlanta got back in the game. Tampa Bay was up. Yep. And then Atlanta got back in the game. Yep. So, that that's kind of interesting. I, I would love to know how that happened. But it's like, yo, like <laughs> – Atlanta, these are the games you gotta win, man. Right. These right. Are, these are the games you gotta win, man. And um, because if you lose this game, it's like, all right, we 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 dealing with the same team. Pretty and much. Again, pretty much. I get it. Week one, we you know what I'm saying. I'm and I'm sitting here looking at the stat sheet. You, Tevin Coleman got more got more carries and yardage than Devontae Freeman. 
Yeah, I don't know what happened there. No, but it's funny because I remember listening to somebody's pregame or some, you know, leading uh-huh. up to the season, and they was talking about after the year that, that Devontae Freeman had. Right. They were like, yo, we really like this kid, Tevin Coleman. He's going to split carries. Mm. <laughs> yeah, they, and, they, and they were almost close to doing that, too, in yeah, this game. they split carries. That eight, 8 to 11 is splitting carries. And they got nothing going. I mean, 1.8 yards a carry for Devontae Freeman after the, the first half of the season he had last year. That's not good. No, like, come on, man. Like, I mean, and, and even Tevin Coleman, 2.8. And it's not like we're talking about, and it's not like we're talking about this uh, phenomenal defense that's going to keep him in games. Like, again, let's be clear. Um, defense for the Falcons, you mean? Yeah. Okay. We're not talking about a defense that's going to keep them in games because Tampa right. Bay was. They was doing what they wanted. Very obviously. Mike, Mike Evans was doing what he wanted. I mean, obviously. Uh, uh, Vincent Jackson, while he. Only caught two balls for 18 yards. But, yeah, these guys were just. Mike Evans turned up. Mike yeah. Evans has turned up. I mean, and let's be clear. We know who the number one and the number two is at this Oh, absolutely. Point. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know yeah. what I'm saying? So, that's what that is. But the Falcons, man, I I, I, I can't rock with y'all, man. I'm, I'm really disappointed in y'all, man. Yeah, Thorny said the Falcons want to make Coleman great. Well, um, <laughs> I mean. But it's going to be at the extent of a motherfucker that's already good now. Right. In Devontae Freeman. Right. I- I- exactly. So. Uh, the minute. Oh, yeah. well, Mocha. She was at the two live stews tailgate, and I was at the. Only, he was the only one cheering for Tampa. Oh, right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You real? You yeah, real? Florida, Florida connection. Uh, the Minnesota Vikings at Tennessee, twenty five sixteen. Um, they were down by ten points in this game. It was ten nothing, and then uh, the Titans just fell flat on their face after that. Uh, you had that one miscue by Mariota where he just dumped it right over to uh, to the defender and he ran it back to the house. And then you had the other uh, pick six in this game. Um, you know, I, I said this earlier in the show, if you had the Minnesota Vikings defense in your lineup, whether you play fan duel or fantasy football, you were you were riding high with this defense. Um, um, I, I got an issue with the I got an issue with the quarterback situation for Minnesota. If they're going to keep playing this game of who's going to start this week, who's going to start next week, uh, I'm I'm still not with the idea that you gave up a first-rounder and a fourth-rounder for Sam Bradford. If you gave that much up to get this guy, make this guy play. I know you don't need him to beat the Titans because you and I think the Titans still got some things to work out, still got some you know growing up to do, but stop with the games already. I mean, so when you say that, it has something – is it not clear that Sam Bradford is going to start week two? Well, they're not making it clear. They're definitely. I mean, well, it's only Tuesday. No, sure. I mean, yeah, Friday they could change their mind and say Sam Bradford starting. But I, what, I Sean, have... what, what Sean what, what Sean Hill did in this game, I mean, it's not impressive. I mean, he threw for two thirty six, but he didn't score no touchdowns. Well, let's be very clear. And the we, offense was kind of stagnant. Sean Hill did exactly what he was supposed to do as a quarterback in this game. Don't make the mistake. Sure. That's what he was supposed to do. Sure. He, he did that, no problem. Um, if if not for the defense, they would have lost his game. I don't – yeah, well, that's true too, but – And you're not going to have the defense score two touchdowns but every that's, week. Right, well, the point – but the point was don't make the mistake. We'll depend on our defense sure. and our sure. running game. Now, I don't think Adrian Peterson had a good game, but, again, no. like you said, the, oh, defense, no. the defense showed up, and, and that's why they won a the game, and and that's just what that's just what it's going to be. Like the defense play, and you know, and and they can win game, and they can win games for right, you. Right, right. So that's what that was. But there's no doubt in my mind 
There's no doubt in my mind that fucking uh, Sam Bradford's playing next week. I don't know who they play, but there's no doubt in my mind he's playing They next got week. the Packers. There's no doubt in my mind he's playing He's playing next week. Uh, he better. He's playing next he, week. He, he I don't better. think there's no back and forth. Again, I think it was, you know, we just signed you three days ago. Let's we can beat the Titans without you. Give you some more time. Okay. Playbook. Yeah, but I'm don't, confident. But, but that's, don't, that's but what it don't was. say. Look, we because look, you're not get look, you're not getting an edge on the Packers. Let, let's just face it. Whether it's Bradford or Sean Hill, I, I have the belief that the Packers are going to come to play and they're going to spoil your brand new stadium opener at the stadium. So I, I'm not saying the Vikings are going to win. I'm not saying that. But I'm not about to. Say, I'm not going to pretend like what I saw on defense. They can't affect what the uh, Packers do. What the Packers do. Mm-hmm. That's a. It's it. it do, defense do, right. What it do? Do you think it's a bad sign that Adrian Peterson averaged one point whatever nah. yards a carry? Nah. Um. I don't think so either. Nah. I think. I think. Um. You know, without fully watching the game, I think the wise thing to do was to key in on. Sure, Adrian Peterson. I, yeah, I guess from a Titans perspective, yeah. don't let him Make go Sean off. Sean Hill beat you. Yeah, yeah. Okay, no, nah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm with you on that. Uh, the Cincinnati Bengals, twenty three, twenty two over the Jets at the Meadowlands. Um, I, I got one thing to say about this game. Darrell Revis, you're done. You 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 you're no longer. Well, we said that, last year Revis Allen was over. That shit sunk. Yeah, we, we, we said that we last did, year. We did, and 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 for me, I mean, it was earlier in the season last year where Hopkins got him pretty good, and then the final game of the season, Sammy Watkins, you know, toasted him. But now we get into week one, and AJ Green just goes off for twelve balls for 180 yards and a touchdown. And I mean, just the I mean, if you watched highlights of this game. He was getting smoked. I mean, he was getting cooked, Maestro. Um, I remember when this guy used to minimize the number one receivers. I remember when he was going up against Andre Johnson, Steve Smith when he was in his prime, Des Bryant when he first came in the league, and, and so many other number ones that were number ones at the time. He can't do it no more. Yeah. And, and, and Todd Bowles is just going to have to find a way – to, I mean, I have to say it, but he's going to have to find a way to hide Darrell Revis because you can't keep putting this guy on number ones anymore. See, now, I, I, think, you, I think you overreacted. Um, A.J. Green is a top five receiver in the game. Yeah, yeah. But, but again, it's like I said, Darrell Revis in his heyday would minimize A.J. Green in this game. Okay, but it's obvious he's not that. But he's not. That's my, but that's my point. Is he's not he that no more. You said to me he can't guard no more number ones in the league because I'm, he got I'm, shot I'm, down by I'm, the top I'm, five? I'm, no, I'm saying when, you, when you're facing a number one receiver and you see your top corner getting burnt play after play after play, you got to make a defensive adjustment. In that game. In the, yeah, I'm just saying them in a particular game or week to week. It depends on the matchup. Right, but you, but you, you, but you, because you can't, you can't keep losing games in in this fashion where the guy that you're paying seventeen million dollars a year is getting toasted like this. Well, again, let's again let's be very clear. You're talking about three games in two years where he's been toasted. Yes, by number one receivers, which we have seen them minimize in the past. But not only number one receivers. You're talking about some of the best receivers in the game. Some of the best receivers in the game. Outside of Sammy Watkins. Sammy Watkins is the person that I won't excuse. 
But getting smoked by DeAndre Hopkins all through the game and getting smoked by um, uh, AJ Green, like that shit happens. Like you can't, you just can't do nothing about that. We gonna see. I mean, I, I mean, I would love to think. I would love to think that they would have made an adjustment, get some safety help, those types of things. That, and, and, and that's my point. It's like, but look, if 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 that if you don't he's gotta no, hide, you don't gotta hide Darrell Reeves. Not the whole game. I'm not saying you hide him the whole Darrell game. You gotta hide Darrell against number ones unless you're talking about pedigree. Is he gonna have to? I don't. He gonna have to hide him against an AB. He gonna have to hide him against a, a DeAndre Hopkins, a AJ. Green, yeah, exactly. A, a Dez Bryant. Those types of people, you might have to hide them, and, and that's what I'm saying. But you got at least. Get, but if you're talking about like a Brandon Marshall, if you're talking about like an Alshon Jeffrey, if you're talking about a Deshaun Jackson, no, you don't have to hide them against them. Well, at the gate, you don't have to. But if at all, if, but if an Alshon Jeffrey is burning you play after play, you then you then you then you got to. You only yeah, that, but that's okay. what I'm talking about. Okay. You only talking yeah, about yeah, 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 yeah. I'm, I'm I, talking what about I heard situation. you say is. You're gonna have to start hiding the corner. You're gonna have to start hiding but the if, corner, especially if you're gonna lose games of this magnitude. Because the Jets could have won this game. Well, the Jets was up the entire game. Yeah. Um, well, the the lead changed like five, six different times in this game, and they they had a shot to win this game. I know, you know, Marshall not catching that ball in his hands on that final drive was pretty critical, and then the uh, and then the pick in the end by Fitzpatrick. Uh, to Pac-Man Jones was was it was a bad it was a bad throw to me, um, just the way the angle looked. Um, you you can't continue to lose games of this magnitude, especially when I mean they got after the quarterback. I mean Andy Dalton was on his behind for most of the afternoon. I mean they got sacked seven times, so at least the defensive line for the Jets did their job. Yeah. So, um, I I hate to say it, but. <laughs> The, the, the Revis Island has sunk. Yeah. I mean, it sunk last year, but... Yeah, again, like I said, it sunk last the, year. The, the trees are underwater. The top of the trees are under it's the water. He's just out of now. He's just back to just being a good cornerback. Right, right. But he's still a good cornerback. Yeah, yeah no, he's still good. I, I just he think... He just can't deal with the best in the game. I just think... He need, the, let's the, say this. He needs help with the best in the game. Yeah, the defensive and, coaching has to and get how many, better. And let's be real. Most cornerbacks need help with the best in the game. Absolutely. So, with the way know, the rules are. So, man, and, now he's just yeah. a normal cornerback now as opposed to being Revis Island. Yeah. All, all right. right. So, Got to yeah. get that money back. <laughs> that they oh, paying They him. fucked up. They paid that nigga. Yeah, for real. Uh, we said this game was going to be uh, fireworks. Uh, 35-34, Raiders over the Saints in the Dome. Um, what, what do you think about uh, Del Rio's decision to go for two at the end? I kind of loved it. Go in. I mean, you're on the road. Go in. And your defense is giving up big plays. I mean, they gave up a 98-yard touchdown, for God's sake. Go in, man. You can't stop Drew Brees. I mean, I, I know I know everybody thought the Raiders' defense, me included, was going to be this great, you know, this good defense. I want to say right. great. This good right. defense. But to give them time, and, and, and in all, and they played Drew Brees, like, I was gonna this say ain't the, this ain't the litmus test. Like you got to be great to play Drew Brees. You can't just be, you know what I'm saying? Right, good. right. You got to be great to play Drew Brees and expect to come out there with a victory. So, um, but they did come out with a victory in the lieu of the fact that they were a bad uh, defense. And uh, let's be real, uh, they won because the Saints' defense is bad. So I yeah, mean, exactly. And know, that's and they, why they won. And they they tried to go for a sixty-something yard field goal inside the inside the um, the dome, but um, they just didn't make it. And uh, you got these receivers just killing in this game. 
you know, shout out to Willie Sneed, Brandon Cooks, and uh, for the Raiders, Amari Cooper. Yo, Amari Cooper is going to be that dude if if he's not already. I mean, I I'm I know it's the Saints. I know. I'm still yeah. I know. It's still out. I, I mean, know. Amari Cooper and uh, Latavius Murray for me it's like I still need to see more. I haven't seen enough. Okay. I haven't seen enough. Yeah, and and really we don't know what good defenses probably beside the Vikings yet. I mean, it's still too early to tell who's going to play great defense at this point yeah. in the season. Um, Kansas City Chiefs um, were down. I mean, they were down 21 points in this game at home against San Diego. And uh, Melvin Gordon finally scored a touchdown after not scoring one last year. Two. Two touchdowns. And, I mean, he helped me out in fantasy. I mean, thank God for that. Um yeah, the, the Chargers' defense is garbage um, at period. the end of the day. Point blank and period. At the end of the day. I mean, the Chiefs, when, when you when you look at the Chiefs' offense, you don't look at them as they're not a good that offense. team that can rally a comeback, that can, you know. I ain't going to say they're not a good offense, but I, I, you're not afraid of this offense. Right, exactly. You're not afraid you're, of you're this not a, You're not afraid of it. But for them to come back from 21 down at home. Shows me how shit. The Chargers are. I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry. I I mean, kudos, because you needed to win and you got it. Yeah, I mean. But this ain't no, that, that don't mean shit. I was going to say, I mean, I'm not going to take credit away from Kansas City. I mean, this is something that, I mean, it's a win, and you move to the next game, and. you don't mean shit to me. You mo- well. It, uh, it, it would have meant more to me if they lost. It don't mean that it don't mean if shit the, to if me. If the Chiefs lost? It, it would have meant more to me if the Chiefs lost. But what would that say about the Chiefs? It would be say that they not who they not the team that we thought they were coming in. So when they win, it's about the Chargers. I mean, it's we a, can't. It's about the Chargers being some shit. You sure? You, yes, you can. You absolutely can do that. Uh, nah, you, you can't. You, can you, can you can't do that. Why not? You can't do that. Why not? You can't. No, no. Why not? So you're gonna. So you you'll say it's the Chiefs because they lost to the Chargers. They're supposed but then to beat the Chargers. But, but that's what I'm saying. So they so you don't get credit for doing what you're supposed to do. You get you get embarrassed for not doing what you're supposed to do. For not doing what you're supposed to do. But then we don't credit them because the other team's garbage. Like No, you don't give them credit for doing what they're supposed to do. Yeah, no, nah, I, I disagree with that's that like, part that's No, nah, you don't give them credit. It, it would have said more about them and who they aren't if they would have lost to the Chargers than it says about them if they, when they beat a team that they're supposed to beat. Because I, I, I think you and I are – well, I don't have the Chiefs in the – no, yeah, I do got the Chiefs in the playoffs. I, I got them it, yeah, winning a no, one number two seed in the conference. But um, uh, that was a – I mean, that was a bad start to the game. I mean that that's for sure. I don't know if. But it shout was. out to Spencer Ware though. Yeah, yeah, ball. yeah. I mean catching and receiving. Yeah. I mean, ball. I mean catching and running. He he was he was amazing. Seventy yards on the ground and hundred and twenty nine through the air. I mean, he 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 balled out pretty good, man. Uh, this was another like wacky game, like the one of the boringest games of the week. Yeah. So the Dolphins and Mocha, if you're listening. Uh, the Dolphins had a great opportunity to get a signature win because I, I would I would think that's a signature win, right? If they beat Seattle, Mm-mm. why? Because see now, see now you're going backward on no, me now. I'm, now. Not, I'm not. I'm not. I'm gonna tell you why. I'm gonna tell you why this wouldn't have meant nothing to me because this wasn't a convincing win. Why? It it was ten to twelve. 
wait, well, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. I, we think Seattle is going to be a playoff team. We we think they're a Super Bowl contender. Yeah, I agree with that. So, if you're the Miami Dolphins and the spread on this game is double digits, and people don't think you people peep this people okay, people don't think you can win this game. That you can go into sure. Seattle and and win this game. Mm-hmm. You come into here, and it's a defensive battle. It's a defensive game. That, I mean, that's basically what it is. But answer, that's, and, and, and that's fine. If answer me this, though. Was it a defensive game? What is it? Was it a defensive game because both defenses were, per se, playing well, or was one offense just not playing up to their normal snuff, meaning the Seattle Seahawks? Um, The Seattle Seahawks, it was, it was a surprise that – they, they were, only put up twelve they points, were playing down, and actually, they were playing, six if not for the touchdown in the end. They were playing down to competition. Mm, so we're not going to give the Dolphins defense, which I think people, I think people around the league think this defense can What'd be you good. Think? I don't give a fuck what they think. Okay, that's fine, but I, I think, think, but I, I, I think the Dolphins defense did what they could do. It's just that. When you've got wide open receivers not catching easy passes, Kenny Stills. Hey, Kenny Stills. Hey, hey. When, <laughs> when, when you got 10 feet, you got 10 feet of space between you and the defender, and you can't catch that ball. And you going into the end and zone. You got the audacity to motherfucking be protesting at the beginning of the game, motherfucker. That was oh. that. That was bad. That, oh, that that was bad. That is the worst. I, oh my god. That that was bad. But they but, but they they get the touchdown in in the at the end of the you fourth can't, quarter. You can't rep. You can't be on your black power shit and then drop a motherfucking wide open bomb take against style. You can't do it. They they score the touchdown. They go up ten six. The Dolphins, and then the defense, which looked like they played pretty well they gave it up right back up in the end there um that that's got to suck for Miami um Seattle has bigger problems because Russell Wilson tweaked his ankle and they're saying it's a very significant injury that could potentially keep him out the next game so we're just gonna have to figure out you know what what that situation is gonna be moving forward um but yeah you can make the case that they played down to competition I, yeah. I i i mean if you're the seattle seahawks um should you be playing down the competition should i mean i mean of course you shouldn't be but you'd be you'd be uh you'd be naive to think that the seattle seahawks didn't look at this schedule and say you know we don't have to go 100 percent, and we probably get still got a good chance of beating them because maybe because look if the if the Dolphins go win four straight the next four games, I'm just a hypothetical. We might look back on this first game and say, maybe the Dolphins, maybe there's some legitimacy there. Maybe they were defensively trying to stay in this game and just things didn't go their way. I mean, no, stuff I mean, like that. Sure, stuff like that happens. I a mean, lot. sure you could say that, and and you'd be right in the sense of being uh, pessimistic, uh, optimistic. Yeah, stuff like that happens you'd a be lot. Right, being optimistic, but I mean, at the end of the day, when you look at the pred- the pedigree of the Seattle Seahawks and the and the, the reputation of the Miami Dolphins, right? Um, and I, and that's and that's really all you have to go by. 
until I, sure it's all we have to but but because that's all we have to go by I'm right. gonna go by it sure sure but I'm saying if the Dolphins win the next four games then well, I they think they're playing the Patriots next week so oh but I'm just saying a hypothetical sure okay but if they do we could look back at this first game and say maybe maybe they played the Seahawks tough maybe this just wasn't a game that you know that was a, a mirage maybe this Let was something that I... we're building on um i saw i think i saw somebody talking about sierra um nah i can't blame it on sierra no more man i I, i'm not gonna lie to you yeah chief rocker says they missed beast mode uh what would they do what they do rushing before you before you let me see uh nah i ain't rocking chief rocker i ain't rocking bro i don't know i ain't rocking bro i mean well 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 that would mean that these numbers are pretty good no, I, I'm saying I'm not rocking with the fact that they miss Beast Mode. I mean, sure, sure. Do they? I don't think they need Christian Michael is a good running back for all intents and purposes. And I Thomas think, Rawls is coming off the injury. He has some. He, he definitely needs some things. He definitely had to prove some things and and, and, and you know figure some things out, Christian Michael, because they cut him and he came back and you know he definitely right, had some things right. that he had to figure out. But I mean, just based on what I've seen. It seems like he worked it out to me. He averaged four four yesterday. I mean, on Sunday. I'm sorry. Right. Um, I, I mean, if, if I'm looking at it right, the problem I got with the Seattle Seahawks in this game is that Russell Wilson threw forty three times. Yeah, yeah. I got a problem with that when you got a running back averaging four yards a carry and he only got fifteen carries. Yeah, yeah. I mean, in, in a defensive minded game at that, because it was it was like three six going into the fourth but quarter. I, again, and and again, this speaks to me feeling like they playing down the competition. If your running game is working, mm-hmm. you keep running the ball. Agree. Agree. So it's no in my uh, just me looking at the stats. There's no reason Russell Wilson should have threw that ball forty three times in a twelve ten win. Yeah, and uh, your boy Arian Foster didn't do much of anything. You know, do, do I mean, we? But at oh. least he ain't dropped no no wide open. Right, right. Yeah. Well, he he did did some stuff receiving though. We caught three balls. I'm, I'm talking about Kenny, but Arian Foster, uh, you know, protested too. And but he, I mean, he played a bad game, but he didn't drop a wide open bomb. So right, right. In the end of the day, they had a chance to win this game. Sure, but, but I, I, I don't I don't think. I don't think they had what it takes to win a game. I really feel like Seattle played in the competition. And I feel like if Seattle felt like they were in trouble of losing, right. they would have turned up on them and it wouldn't have been nothing which, to do about it. Which really, that's what happened. They they were down by four and they turned up. At I, feel the like, end. I don't even feel like they, I feel like they always knew that they were going to win. I mean, I'm, it's just my, my opinion. Well, I feel like they always knew they were going to win. They were just playing down until it felt like, oh, all right, now it's time to win. Bop, hmm. win. Well. We'll see. I mean, I don't know if it's that easy, but right, sometimes we'll I think it's that easy when you're dealing with the Dolphins and teams <laughs> of that caliber. Teams of that caliber. I'm sorry, Mocha, but I mean, you, you know, you, I just really haven't been good. You just really haven't been good. Uh, Detroit and Indianapolis. Uh, the Lions. Wow. I, this is what I got to say. So they're up, what, 21 nothing mm-hmm. in this game well, on the road? Like that. Something like that. And it was halftime, and I just kept saying to myself, "Colts." I mean, the Colts are going to come back and win this game. I, I kept saying that through the entire time. So third quarter comes, and Andrew Luck all of a sudden he turns up, and um, I mean he 
throwing the ball 47 times, which pretty much that's what they have to do to win games, it seems like. Um, Four touchdown passes, 385 yards. And they actually take the lead in this game in the fourth quarter, and then you thought, "Uh uh-oh, the Lions have become the Lions. And it's 35 seconds left. I think it was about 35 seconds left. And the one thing I noticed, Maestro, was that they had all their timeouts. And I'm like, whoa. Like, that's a big deal because you don't have to throw to the sideline. You ain't got to get up bounds. Throw in the middle of the field. Get your timeouts in. Get you another 15, 20 yards. Get your timeout in, and you could set yourself up for a pretty good field goal. Mm -hmm. You ain't got to worry about no wind or nothing like that. You're indoors, and you you could take this home. And even I still thought the Lions were just going to find a way to, you know, to blow this, so – they get in position. They get the throws they needed. They call the timeouts they needed to t- call. They get in position for that field goal. They bank it in, and they come away 39-35. And, even, and, and Stafford even, like, it was so well, it was so swell planned out as far as time management. Uh, Stafford even had time to fuss at people for yes. running out of bounds. And, and he needed to because you saw Stafford like, yeah. yo, like, Nigga, you need to had, be where you need to be at. Like he had time to he had he had time to be coach to be a coach on the field because it it was it was mapped out so swell for him. Right. I, I looked at the game and by the way, Andrew Luck. It's like, damn. I mean, it was the dog. I mean, the Dolphins. It was the Lions. It was the Lions. Yeah. Absolutely. So, I, you know, there, there's some and, which is why I had my doubts about Detroit winning this game. Well, this is why I had the, this is why I had Detroit. Um, I expected Andrew Luck to be rusty. Mm-hmm. I expected him to be sure. rusty. Sure, um, Matthew Stafford, um, and I, I'm not sure how Anquan Bolton did this game, but um, three. Okay, so nothing, nothing major. Nah. Um, but him, between him, Marvin Jones and Eric Ebron, um, they have. Like, but I want I want to talk about Anquan Bolton in particular. Anquan Bolton is the ultimate security blanket receiver, mm-hmm. like the ultimate. That's what right. he's been doing for the past since he's been in Baltimore. Mm-hmm. Like he's, since he's well, been in Baltimore, you well, go back to his Arizona days. Well, he was a star, I mean, and, and, and let me say the back years of Baltimore because he was a star in Baltimore too. The back years of Baltimore to San Fran mm-hmm. to the one wherever. year in San Fran, yeah, like he he, he yeah. has been that security. Like wherever he goes, a quarterback, he knows he can sit down with a quarterback and say, "I like it, like no homo. I like the you know, I run it the route this way, do that." Yep, womp womp womp. Yep, and he knows, and a quarterback got confidence that he's going to catch the ball. You know what I'm saying? Like right. third down conversions. You know, you know shit like that. Right, right. Um. I thought he was going to have a bigger game than what he had, but I felt confident that that was the type of receiver that Matthew Stafford needed, particularly after uh, Calvin Johnson retiring. Yep. He needed a guy. He don't got to be Calvin Johnson, just somebody. Sure, I sure. trust you. Sure. I trust you. Sure, yep. You know what I'm saying? Yep. And that's why I had I kind of had them. And then I expected Amir Abdullah to kind of turn up, and he didn't. But shout out to Theo Riddick. I was going to say, Theo Riddick Theo was Riddick looking like Emmett Smith the out there. He definitely looked like the guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <clears throat> so, yeah, man, it's like, uh, it's like, so that's why I had the Colts. Um, I, I, the Lions, you mean. I mean, the Lions, I'm sorry. I mm-hmm. had the Lions. and um, But, man. 
One thing, one thing you can never count Andrew Luck out. Never. I mean, like never. This dude, and, and again, I understand that the defense ain't ain't necessarily up there in the Lions, but this man almost you, do for four hundred and four touchdowns. Kill, you can't kill this guy. You you can't ever stick a fork in him. Right. Right. You know. Hey, Thorny, where you going? Okay. All right. I know you got to run. You have a great night too, Thorny. Yeah. <laughs> but hey, but with the Lions though, I like the fact that Marvin Jones is getting targets and Matthew Stafford talking about this during the preseason because um, he was giving Marvin Jones most of the targets in those preseason games, which kind of reflects on what happened here in this game. Uh, this might be a good thing for Calvin Johnson to retire in the eyes of Matthew Stafford, because now he doesn't have to worry about, okay, I could just throw it up and the guy could just come down with it. You got to become a quarterback. Now you got to become a quarterback. More of a quarterback. Yeah, that can thread the needle, that can hit the guy in the numbers. That can make the right decisions. Right decisions and display what he displayed on the field. You know, chewing your guy out for, you know, not uh, going going out of bounds. I mean, I I like to see that with, um, with quarterbacks like that, so... I, I think this is good for the Lions. I don't know how good they're going to be um, this season. I don't season. think they're going to be that good. Um, that defense, definitely. But, it, uh, sure, the defense is bad for Detroit, but the Colts' offense definitely has done things that we're used to seeing. You know what I mean? So, this is one game that it, it's hard to tell what direction these teams are going to go. All right. Chief Rocker, you in the building? <laughs> Uh, the Giants, twenty to nineteen over Dallas. Um, I just got one thing to say. You know where I'm going with this, Terrence Williams. You, 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 you have to know situational football. You know damn well that once you catch that ball, you got to go out of bounds. I mean, no if ands or buts about it. And I hate the fact that Jason Garrett just tapped him on the back and stuff. Yeah, I know you're trying to do it for the cameras and all that stuff, but. Terrence Williams should be getting chewed out by every single individual from the team to the defense to the the front office to Jerry Jones. He should be getting chewed out because he's been in the league long enough to understand situational football in the last seconds of a game. I'm 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 that that's very disappointing to see that. Mm-hmm. And and Dak Prescott um, in his first game, while he didn't put up crazy numbers, he was, good. he was good, and he did what the Cowboys asked him to do. Don't make mistakes. Be crisp. And he and he had crisp passes. I mean, this guy, I mean, he's it. He's the guy. For me, forget Romo at, at this point. Wow. I mean, I'm, I'm sorry. This is the guy. I mean, I kinda, yeah, I, I can't go that far. I'm going that far. I can't go that far. But okay. what I will say is that again, like like he did in the preseason, he looked very poised. Um, I mean, but the Bama was under sixty percent completion percentage, uh, sixty-two QBR. I guess that's not terrible, but right. it's like um, I, I can't. I I just got to see more. Let's just say that. Let's just say that point blank period. It's right, gotta right. Be, I got to see more. But he looked poised. Um, I, I, but for me, I, w- I want to speak to the Giants. Um, shout out to Orlando Scandrick 
Dre and Michelle's baby daddy. Um, because the nigga Odell Beckham fucked his hamstring up. Mm-hmm. First game back, right. the nigga ran right past Orlando Scandrick, and his now he getting injured. His he injured the damn hamstring on the play, had to come out. Right, and whoever number thirty was with the Cowboys, mm-hmm. that was the beginning of the run where you know, and, and I'm not about to sit here and pretend like you know. They totally shitted on the Cowboys, right? But it was it was. I think that was what separated them as far as uh, why they actually why the Giants eventually got it going. Yeah, it they, was, they they couldn't get off the field on they third down. Get off the field, and they was throwing at this number thirty cat. Yeah, yeah. They was they was picking on them. Yeah, they couldn't get off the field on third so, down. I mean, so shout out to Scandrick. Um, shout out to Victor Cruz coming back from the injury. Absolutely, first he got touchdown. Sauce on, yep, had yep. a nigga telling me. That that's the best receiving core in the league. Who said that? You know, who Chief said. Rocker said that. Nah, nah. You oh, know, you know. Who said oh, that. Melvin. Like, <laughs> come on, man. That's like, the best receiving core. Best receiving hey, core. hey, I got to shout out. Um, what's the other kid's name? We have the receiver, Sterling uh, Shepard. Uh, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. He he had a he had a pretty um, all three receivers okay had a touchdown. Yeah, 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 yeah. He had a, he had a pretty good game too. Oh no, Odell Beckham didn't score. Donnell Donnell, Donnell whatever he scored. Oh, the tight end. The tight end, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, uh, kudos to the defense for the Giants. I mean. Because this was a game. They made made very clear Ezekiel Elliott was not going to win this game. Yep. That's that's what they made clear. Yep. I'm going to give the game ball to Spags. Is it still Spags? I think it's Spags. Okay. He's still there. I'm going to give it to Spags because they made it very clear. We are not about to let Zeke because we know Zeke could have won this game. Oh had yeah, they, had they fucked around and slept. Yep, he could have won this game. Yep, they was like, "Nah, we got to shut down Zeke. Everything mm-hmm. else, we will let slide. Uh, we got to shut if, down and if, Zeke." And if Prescott beats us, then you know, so be it. And there's, there's. Not yeah, a good de- start, my nigga. Yeah, there's. I, 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 I hope he stays patient though, because this, this could get ugly if. He continues to not see the production he's normally used to because see that, that's what that's what Zeke had to do. Say he didn't play to his. It wasn't that he didn't play to his potential. It was that they made a a, a, a effort. Like, look, yep, you're not going to beat us. Right, right. Eight in the box, damn near the entire game. Right, right. Yeah, and I want to see moving forward if the Giants' defense can continue to play well like this. They got the Saints coming up next weekend oh, getting, and getting you know i'm sorry you, you can quote me right now they're getting smoked oh if there's a if there's a a stack of players you want to pick up in fantasy it's from that game yeah i'm, I'm, I'm gonna tell y'all right now for those of y'all that play fan duel and fantasy football that's the game you want to go after um the cardinals open at home against the Bradyless, Gronkless, and I think Deion Lewis wasn't in the game, and a couple other guys, and um, these motherfuckers won. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what What did you think about uh, Garoppolo's first drive? Because I thought I thought he played a decent game. Mm-hmm. He played a good game. Um, I you know we when they said they played, they called play. It's it's so similar to what they did with Matt Castle. Right. They call appropriate plays for who this guy was, mm-hmm. and they made it work. Right. And they made it work, man. Yeah. And, and and 
when you exit when you can execute yeah yeah um they they made attempts to run the football in this game too i don't want to ignore that i mean 31 carries total between the running backs um garrett blunt carried it 22 times and uh scored a touchdown on uh, 70 yards um, game planning. It was a it yeah. was a strategic game plan. It was tailored to, to make him yep. successful. Yep, it, that that's pretty much how I see it. As for Arizona, um, I think you got to be a little disappointed here. Um, now this now this might be a game where you could say, okay, they don't got the quarterback, they don't got the star tight end. We at home. All we gotta do is just show up. And just we do our thing. This is a game where you could legitimately say the Cardinals kind of got caught napping because they thought that the Patriots the was going to come in there. I blame and, the defense. Yeah, yeah, sure. It's the defense. Uh, sure. I blame the defense. Sure. Nobody else. I blame the defense. Sure. The defense let them down. Sure, definitely. But, I mean, this offense for Arizona was not uh, up to snuff either. Um, I know Fitzgerald tried to carry him those last few drives. You – I'm sitting here looking at these stats. You're telling me that you don't feel like the offense did what they were supposed to do? The Cardinals, 21 points. Production-wise, yes. Production wise, They're yes. playing a good defense. Production-wise, yes. Production-wise, yes. But this is the, the de- points, the, the, you got to... When, you, when, you, when we talked about this game last week, mm-hmm. we talked about Arizona losing, I mean, sorry, winning. Because Gronk is out, because Brady is out, right. So that's that's speaking to the defense being able to do what they need to do to contain the Patriots' offense, sure, in order to win the game, sure. But this Cardinals' offense, though, but you can about, can score more than twenty one points too. I'm not blaming them for I'm, the game. I'm blaming the but defense. I'm, but I'm but I'm what I'm saying is is who, that who we normally we normally huh? Who gets the blame in your mind? Oh, the defense. Okay. The defense does. But the, this Cardinal offense putting up 21 points, I mean, no. <laughs> I mean, no. What are we, we're looking at a completion percentage, a, 60, uh, a completion percentage. What am I looking at? 24-37. That's, yeah, that's not bad. I mean, in good. terms of completion percentage, that's, over, that's, that's 60, not bad. That's 60%. It's not bad. But 104 they, rating, but two touchdowns, no, no interceptions. We're talking about David Johnson, who averaged five yards a carry. Sure, they had some drives that made you like, like. But they're really? playing a good defense, though. Okay, okay. Uh, well, they're playing a good defense. You're making uh, again. The problem is, is that the Patriots scored twenty three. It's not that the Arizona Cardinals only scored twenty one. They're playing a good. Yeah, defense. I, I agree with you there. But this Cardinal offense, and again, the, the numbers tell you that production wise, they were good, but. There were some drives that just made you look and be like, well, like, what was that? Like, you know, we got set. Well, three sacks is not all that much. I mean, that's not dominating the defensive, the offensive line in any way, stretch or form. But I, I just feel like the Cardinals can put up more, you know, points than that. I don't think against the Patriots defense. I think that's I think that's accurate. at home. Not against. I think that's accurate against the Patriots defense. Uh, I think that's accurate. Uh, OK, it, it's one of those things where I guess we'll, we'll we'll see what they do, and obviously the Patriots got a chance to go four and zero now. 
Yeah. They 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 got yeah. a chance now. What what they got the they got the Dolphins, then they got the Texans on a Thursday night. They and then they got Buffalo. And and the Texans is the bubble game at this point. Yeah. Yes. I I, I would point. agree. That's I would agree with that. It, well, well, I. Nah. Out of the th- well of the three That's of the, the three, game. Texans won. But I would also no. put those division game. I would put I would put those division games. Uh, look, I'll take you back to two thousand eight. When uh, Brady went down, and um, I can't remember who they played next week, but they they did beat that team the next week, and then they in the third week they got the Dolphins in uh, Foxborough, and that's when the Dolphins introduced the Wildcat and basically just ran all over the Patriots. The Dolphins that, not well, I'm not, I'm not saying that. I'm I know where you're trying to go with that. I'm not going there. I'm not talking about that. I'm just saying it's division games. They know each other. <laughs> Let's just, I'm not going to assume that. I'm, I said they got a chance to go 4-0. But I know in the back of my mind, they got two division games, and then they got a bubble game against the Texans. I'll, I'll leave it at that. All right. I know you want to wax poetic about this no, game. No, I don't. No, I don't. Go ahead. Go ahead, homie. Look, man, the uh, Pittsburgh Steelers did what they were supposed to do, man. They played the Washington Redskins. I mean, I know a lot of people was excited about, um, you know, Josh Norman versus A.B. Um, let me, let me, let me, let me, let me talk to y'all niggas. Yo, so, really, you got to, this dude, yo, y'all should see this dude. This dude was just laid back, relaxed, and now all of a sudden, quick, all of a sudden, he got to rest up now. I got to turn up on, I mean, let me talk to y'all niggas, man. First of all, I want, I want to send this out to all the Redskins fans who, when I mean the very fucking second that the schedule came out, got to talking all this good shit to me, and I'm like, yo, real live. First of all, while the Redskins are not my team, I I I wish nothing but great things for them. Those you know what I'm saying, like they cool. I ain't got no issues with them. They, you know what I'm saying. It's a DC thing. But y'all niggas got to talking this good shit to me, like all of a sudden y'all got a cornerback. And y'all niggas could fuck with the pedigree. Like nigga, like I it's a pedigree, man. It's a it's a level that the Redskins ain't up on yet, man. I you know what I'm saying? Like nigga oh, Le'Veon out. Like nigga, what the fuck make you think y'all could deal with D'Angelo Williams? I, that's what I was saying to niggas all summer. Like, y'all niggas telling me about Le'Veon Bad. I'm like real live, y'all might not be able to deal with D'Angelo Williams. AB gonna shut AB gonna get shut down by Norman. Like anybody, please. First of all, Carolina don't play man to man. They play zone. Yeah, we we all knew that. And we no, did. I don't think they all knew that because all motherfuckers was talking about. And I'm not talking about ESPN. What that the, what that the red what that the Redskins played a similar zone than no, Carolina. What motherfuckers was telling me is that. Josh Norman is going to shut AB down. And what I'm telling you, if you're playing a zone, that's not possible. Well, not these, with the Pittsburgh Steelers. Well, these guys don't watch football then. And that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Like, I don't, like yo, like, I, I know football, but, I, but I'll be the first to tell you that I can be wrong about some shit. But I'm like, okay, if you run a zone, if you're not going to follow the nigga, which Josh Norman don't do. Right. Then all we got to do is push you over the breathing. And Breland got his ass torched. 
Yeah. Like he should have got his ass torched. You know, I, I heard somebody talk about this on the radio today. Um, the Redskins defensive coordinator, whoever that is, I don't know who he is. Some young nigga. Um, they didn't they didn't coach this game properly. Um, I get it. D'Angelo Williams had a great day rushing the football. Um, the Redskins defense was just. I mean, if you go back to that second quarter, Maestro, that defense for the Redskins was tired at the end of the half. I mean, it, it, it was just like. It was just like it was the end of the game and that they just couldn't refresh themselves because they was on the field for so long. Um, yeah, with the Josh Norman thing, he plays zone. This Redskins defense plays a similar zone to what Carolina played last year. But the difference is is that that front seven is elite and the Redskins front seven is not. Yeah, yeah that that's a big Period. difference. That's a big, big difference. Um, if, if you're a Redskins fan, and again, I heard somebody talk about this. I don't like the idea that he should. Did he shy away from covering AB? I don't know. I, I don't know. But to me, it just looked like, okay, let's put AB over Breland. And props to the Steelers for doing that because, hey, you know, you're going to go to the weakest corner and put AB on him. No, no doubt about it. But. I just paid this guy, what, what was it, $75 million? $75 mil. I just paid this guy all this money, if I'm Dan Snyder. And, look, I know, I know. Make adjustments. Yeah, yeah, you make adjustments. And I understand, you know, talking is not, I mean, being the, the alpha male is, you know, something that's built within you. But Josh Norman talked a whole bunch of crap over the offseason. I know we didn't talk a lot prior to this game in particular, but if I'm Josh Norman, I want A-B every single play. Uh, I don't care what defensive call they're trying to coach. At least a better percentage than that. Yeah, yeah. I want him every single while you, drive. Why you steady fussing at whoever the fuck he was fussing at after a third and a three and out in the first series. The first series, yeah. You, you need to be fussing at some motherfucking coaches. Yeah, I, I would agree with that. That's what you that. needed to be doing. Because the scheme... And look, it, it doesn't help that, like you said, the, the defensive line for the Redskins was just... It was just god-awful. We didn't blitz once this entire game. And we won by 22 points. Yeah, and let me say something to that, Maestro. Uh, Kirk Cousins. This is another guy you, you put on a franchise tag. You didn't sign him to a contract, but you're giving him, was it, $19, $20 million for just this year. So it's pretty much another contract here for Kirk Cousins. Y'all paid him just for that, and nineteen I, and, million dollars. And, and and I get it, I get it. He, I mean, I don't think he was awful, awful, awful as a whole. I just think that there were some throws that he made where he overthrew Pierre Garcon, he underthrew Deshaun Jackson. Um, there was just some throws that he just was not accurate with. I mean, particularly on third down. I mean, you've got to convert third downs in, in these types of situations. And um, it, it's, it's, it's come to my attention, Maestro, that the Redskins are a throw-first team at this point because they got yeah. no running game to speak of. I mean, Matt Jones still can't hit the hole hard. I mean, I mean he had a couple plays here and there, but he, he just doesn't 
he just doesn't have the burst to make that running game as effective as you know many fans could potentially make it to be out to be um Kirk Cousins um he had the he had that crazy no that that interception was his fault I, I take that back. I was about to say with Shazier, with Shazier, yeah, that that was, that was a completely his fault. Absolutely. Um, you know, I don't even remember what the second interception was. Who was the second interception? Uh, Harrison, I think that was Harrison. Oh yeah, near the end, near the end, near okay. the end. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. So I'll end this conversation with, um, you know, y'all was talking all this good shit to me, and, and you know what? It was cool. Um, game over. I'm on. I'm looking on Facebook and shit. I'm looking on Instagram, looking on Twitter, at Maestro Styles and all those platforms, by the way. And I'm looking for the Redskins fans, and ain't nobody out this motherfucker. Yeah, nah. Don't nobody want to talk. Don't nobody want to say nothing, right? Nobody in the chat room. Niggas nobody. don't want to say good game. Mm-hmm. Niggas don't want to say nothing, right? Right, right. Like y'all was talking all that good. I'm like, wh- wh- who did y'all think y'all was gonna beat us with? Like I wanted to talk to y'all. I wanted to talk. Like, how did y'all feel about the game? I watched the game with a uh, with a Redskins fan. Shout out to AP. Um, and the nigga, the nigga w- walked into the back of his room and was quiet for the rest of the night. About third quarter, was he really? <laughs> nigga, <laughs> nigga was- if they coach that game better, this is a closer game. The Steelers, to me, still win this game. But if the Redskins coaches coach. To the potential, this game is closer than what it was. Oh, and I guess I guess I gotta since nobody else addressed it. Yeah, that shit was Jai Flugazy. The nigga was popping his coochie in the end zone. That shit was Flugazy. I can't. Oh, <laughs> it's nothing. Hey. It's nothing hey. that I can stamp. <laughs> yo, um, yo, all I can say, all I can say in defense of that is, is that uh, he the best receiver in the game. Yo, so if the nigga want to pop his coochie, then yo, then the nigga's coochie. Like I don't, I, I can't defend that. Can't stamp it. I was not amused by it. Didn't make me laugh. Yo. Yo, None of that. Um, if you go to Instagram or one of these social media websites, you gotta search for the Tiana Taylor video, and man. they got A B going across Coming the in, screen doing the popping the joint. Yo, <laughs> you. Got- I mean, I, I just gotta. I, <laughs> I just got accepted, you know what I'm saying, but I I don't endorse that. Um, that was I, I missed the old AB dance when it. But what was it? This joint, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Go back to that, homie. Right, like, right. Don't don't please. I I don't want to see that again. <sighs> man, that's crazy. Yeah, but um, the Forty Nine ers shit on the Rams. Oh, we got We got to play this joint in in uh, lieu of this game because this was a California game. Gotcha. California. Your eardrum like a slug to your chest. Back 
the best for your Jimmy in the city of sex. We in that sunshine state where the bomb ass him be. The state where you never find a dance floor empty and pimp speed. On a mission for them greens. Lean, mean, money making machines, serving fiends. I've been in the game for 10 years making rap tunes. Ever since honeys was wearing sassoon. Now it's 95 and they clock me and watch me diamond shining. Looking like I'm Rob Liberace. It's all good from Diego to the Bay. Your city is the bomb if your city making pain. So, the L.A. Rams were mauled by the San Francisco 49ers. I mean, I would love to sit here and tell y'all that I got some interesting analysis for this show, for this game. I really don't. Um, one one shit team beat another shit team. Yeah, that's what it came down <laughs> to, man. Um, I don't. I'm not sure that anybody watched this game outside of fans. Um, I was gonna say if you live on the West Coast, maybe. Like I, I was by this by this time, I was drunk and uninterested in football. Um, oh, so the moment it came on, I was like, I just got a feeling that this game is not gonna be interesting. I turned it off. Uh, woke up this morning, checked the score, and sure enough, the Rams got shut out, twenty-eight nothing. Um, I don't know how Jeff Fisher has a job. I mean, I, I just, I just don't get how you as a coach. Their number one pick is not on the active roster. Right yeah, I, I, I just don't get where the the logic of that comes in at, and you start a guy in Case Keenum, who, I mean. You throw it thirty five times and you only get hundred and thirty yards out of out of that. I mean, Blaine Gabbert was no better. I mean, it, this was just a, this was a Carlos Hyde show. That I mean, that's pretty much what what it was this entire game, Maestro. Twenty three carries, eighty eight yards, and two scores. I mean, that was it. That was the game right there. I mean, I, I, I'll be honest with you. I was pissed off with the Rams that. They didn't throw a pick six or a fumble recovery for a touchdown, because I had the Niners defense in my FanDuel lineup, and I was trying to get some rack some points off of that. So when I saw the score, I was like, "Yo, that defense had the score." Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Right. I looked at this, and I'm like, "Really, no. Carlos no. Hyde? I mean, yeah, Carlos Hyde is pretty good. I don't want to yeah. take yeah. any credit from him, but Sean Drone has a touchdown and." Uh, Who's the other kid? Vance McDonald. Who's he? A tight end. I don't know. Who, I don't know this. I don't know these guys. I mean, uh, Jeremy Curley. Really? These guys got nothing. I mean, other than Carlos Hyde. You know. Yeah, man. I I, I, I got nothing. Yeah, I, I really got nothing. Well, for this, if we can, then let's just go ahead and get to these picks, man. Because, um, I'm I'm sorry, Pac, that we had to play California Love in the midst of that shit ass game. Yeah, California Love, but there really wasn't no love in that at game at all. So, uh, so you went ten and six, man. So you you got the leg up on me this time around. Yo, I, I I fully intend to if for all for everybody that don't know, we uh make picks and then tally them up at the end of the year for kind of like a really for bragging rights. At yeah, the end pretty of the much, day. pretty much. So, so I lost last year. Because I went down early, <laughs> like, yeah, like early. Like, I mean, you went ten games. I was, down. I, I was easily down. Like at one point, I was easily down, like maybe twenty five games. 
It was that. It was that close. Yeah, yeah but I, I managed to get it to like ten games. By the I was gonna say you, you cut it close. Yeah, I cut it close by the end, but um, yeah. So, yeah. You, so you got me by two games. Yes, this week. I, I got. I'm winning eight and eight. Yeah. So, though, but those those close games that were won at the end, you you were able to get that right. Like, but the, you know what's even worse? Because a lot of them games was like blowouts at first in favor of me. Right. And then the motherfuckers would come back and then we'd just put it off at the end. Yeah. Like the Detroit game, the Raiders game. Oakland game, game. Yeah. 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 So uh, so let's start with this Thursday night game in uh, Buffalo. Um, you got two teams that, you know, lost this week and pretty much whoever loses this game is going to be down uh, 0-2 in the hole here. So, it's Thursday night in Buffalo. It's the home opener, and uh, I don't know what the issue with Sammy well, Watkins is going to be. All right, well, give me the Jets. Let's rock. Okay. We can run through this. I, I promise you that I'm going to run through this really quick. Okay. Um, I'm going to pick I'm gonna pick Buffalo. Um, they're, they're at home, and I, I think that offense is better than what they displayed in Baltimore last week. I ain't rocking. Uh, Cincinnati at Pittsburgh. Give me Pittsburgh. Um, man, I, I thought the Bengals would lose last week. Um, this this game is always tough to pick. I'm I'm gonna pick Cincinnati, just because I think Cincinnati is not afraid in Pittsburgh to uh, get it done. Just and plus, I'm trying to catch up. I can dig it. Uh, Tennessee at Detroit. Give me Detroit. Yeah, I got the Lions too. Um, I got, I need to see more from the Titans. Uh, the Ravens at the Browns with Josh McCown starting. Well, that's not confirmed yet. Give me the Ravens. Uh, well, yeah, it is. It is confirmed. Josh McCown's a starter. That was confirmed. Yeah. Uh, okay, Josh- we'll still we'll still give me the Ravens. I I, I don't believe that this time. Yeah, he threw for a record a Browns record yeah, four fifty seven. Yeah. And we we got to get payback on that. As a matter of fact. This is the Ravens' three-game revenge tour. We got them, then we got Jacksonville, and we got Oakland after that. I'm mm-hmm. going with the Ravens. Uh, Dallas at Washington. Give me Dallas. Yeah, I'm 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 gonna pick Dallas too because um, I, I don't like. Yeah, this is a game where Zeke has got to be licking his chomps, looking at that skins front line. I'm I'm going with the Cowboys. Uh, yeah, this is the game where you need to stack players in the Fanduel fan lineup. Uh, New Orleans at the Giants. I mean the Saints. Um, I'm going to pick the Giants at home, uh, just because they're home. And similar to the game last year in New Orleans, the home team won it. So I figured these teams are going to put up points anyway, and yeah, I'll just the give points it to the definitely home being team. put up. Yeah, definitely. I'm I'm giving it to the home team. Uh, San Francisco at Carolina. Carolina. Yeah, I'm going with the Panthers. Uh, Miami at the Patriots. Patriots. Uh, yeah, even though I would want the Dolphins to pull it out, but I'm going with New England. Uh, Kansas City at the Texans. Give me Texas in an upset. That's a good pick. I'm going with the Chiefs, um, on the road to get it done. Uh, they're not going to blow them out like they did in a playoff oh, game. Yeah, yeah, no, no, give, but, give, uh, me, give me that upset. No doubt. Um, Seattle, they could be without Russell Wilson in this game at the Rams in Los Angeles. I don't give a fuck. Give me the Seahawks. I'm picking the Rams in this game, even if Russell Wilson is playing. Even if if he was 100%, I'd pick the Rams because for some reason, the Rams step up in divisional games. I ain't rocking. But I... I, I, Hey, man. More power to you. Uh, The Buccaneers at 
The Cardinals. Cardinals. I'm going with the Cardinals too. That was a bad loss. Um, I just I don't think Jameis Winston does that against the Cardinals. Yeah, you got a point there. Um, Jacksonville at San Diego. Jacksonville. Ooh. <sighs> Too much offense. <sighs> yeah, you know. And Keenan and and Allen is out, out for the year. For the year it's, with, it's nothing to talk about for me. <sighs> Danny Danny Woodhead enough is. Oh, Gates is suspended, right? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I'm pick. I'm picking the Chargers in an upset. I just. I gotta catch up. <laughs> All right. That I, I, you do understand that this is how I was down. I'm not gonna give up. No, I'm not. Giving nah, up. sure. Right. Nah, I ain't sure. cutting no slack, nigga. Nah, sure. You, Jacksonville will be a good win for you. Um, Falcons at the Raiders. Uh, give me the Raiders, yeah. Yeah, I'm going with Oakland at home. Um, the Falcons defense is suspect right now. Um, Colts at the Broncos. Give me the Colts. Ooh. I was just about to say, I think Andrew Luck can torch that defense like he, he did last up. year. Yeah, he's turning up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Sunday night game, home, op- no, stadium opener for the Vikings, hosting Green Bay. Green Bay, they get Minnesota's getting that ass waxed. Um, yeah, I think Green Bay is going to spoil it for them. I'm going Green Bay. I'm, I'm going Green Bay in a close one. Um, then you got the Monday night game, uh, the Eagles at the Bears. I'll tell you who I'm going with. I'm going with the Bears, and I know they lost. I gotta at go Houston. Philly now. Yeah, I gotta go Philly now. Yeah, I I gotta see Carson Wentz on the road and see how this team travels. If you gotta go on the road, that's the perfect time to go on the road when it's not cold in Chicago. Yeah, good get, point. Give me yeah, I good gotta, point. Give me Philly. Good point. I'll stick. I'll stick with the Bears on that front. So, um, so yeah, there we go. Uh, so we just want to thank everybody in the chat room. You know, y'all y'all make the show go, you know, as we go. These niggas that fell asleep, bro. Uh, yeah, yeah, I see. And we, we kind of went 30 minutes past our normal time. But, you know, it's all good. You know, we got all this uh, we got all this air time to, to mess around and play with. So uh, just want to remind everybody that uh, we are on iTunes. So make sure you subscribe to the Barbershop Sports Talk podcast via iTunes. And you should be able to find it on your whatever... What, podcast platform really because i've been you know I, I grab motherfuckers phones and okay just go to their podcast shit and, and search the shit up you'd be so you'd be subscribing yeah, it for subscribing for them yeah there you go yeah, that that's yeah. a, that's a smart so make food. sure y'all subscribe man um if you got an android just look us up and see if we there if we're not there let us know yeah and yeah. we'll get that rectified asap grego don't text while you're driving man yeah, stop that man <laughs> stop that <laughs> But so, make sure, wherever y'all get podcasts at, make sure y'all subscribe, man. Um, make sure y'all go to Spreaker.com, all the listeners. Make sure y'all hit that follow button um, so y'all get the alerts to when we about to go on. Absolutely. And then, you know what I'm saying, make sure y'all get in that chat room, man, because y'all know y'all kind of, y'all really do be driving our shows, you know, sometimes. ASAP. Because, you know, what y'all do, man. So we pre- definitely appreciate y'all. So uh, also, don't forget, we got the WordPress um, blog site at Barbershop Sports Talk Podcast. Uh, so just go to WordPress.com. Miss Mocha, what's for dinner, girl? And search Barbershop Sports Talk Podcast, and you'll see our blogcast right here. Oh, I got to say this, Maestro, speaking of WordPress. Um, my god sister, Janelle Henderson, um, I told you guys a few months back that she's been 
dealing with the um, Hodgkin's lymphoma. So she she got her last treatment and, you know, she's doing well. I think she's got to go back to get something else done. Um, she put a she wrote a blog um, post up just recently uh, earlier today. So I want you guys to go to WordPress.com and search Valley of the Dry Bones and you'll see her page right there. I want you guys to, you know, take a look at a blog post in a very inspirational show some love man yeah definitely show Shout some love Shop sports talk podcast sent you yeah asap asap and uh don't forget we're on facebook we're on instagram maestro's on twitter at barbershop s-p-o-r-2 and again if you got any questions or any comments you want to reach out to us via email reach out to us at barbershop sports talk one at gmail.com <laughs> So I'm Trey Frazier. That's Maestro Styles over there. Y'all have a good week. Y'all enjoy week two of the NFL. And we're going to holler at you next Tuesday. Peace out. You know what? I bet you got it twisted. You don't know who to trust. So many player hating niggas trying to sound like us. Say they ready for the fuck, but I don't think they know it. Straight to the depths of hell is where those cowards going. Well, are you still down, nigga? Holler when you see me. And let these devils be sorry for the day they finally freed me. I got a caravan of niggas. grinding all night for your side hustle is your roommate picking you up with Mickey D's breakfast. The perfect pickup deal. There's a deal for every morning at McDonald's. Right now, taste breakfast perfection when you get a warm and savory sausage McMuffin with egg for just $2.50. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with combo meal. Enjoy! Thanks. The order breakfast at the McDonald's drive-thru Tell yourself you'll wait to eat it at work, but it smells way too good. So you eat it right there in the McDonald's parking lot meal. There's a meal for every morning at McDonald's. Right now, get any size iced coffee for 99 cents until 11 a.m. And pair it with your favorite breakfast sandwich or one of our tasty bakery treats. Price and participation may vary. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. McDonald's. I'm loving it.